Uh, what episode number is this? Twenty-three, <laughs> uh, wasn't it? Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Complete Geeks Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to episode 23, our Game of the Year episode for the Complete Geeks. Uh, and we have both back for once. Bob yeah. made it safe, so I'm guessing kids are safe or you can just hide bodies well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got arrested. They all have severe tummy aches. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I gave them a bunch yeah. of Pepto. <laughs> so, Disney World, Disneyland. That was organic. Warned me in the last episode, but I forgot yeah. what one. Uh, it was fucking fantastic. I but fucking what one is it? Disney World. <laughs> right. Disneyland's <laughs> in California. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely awesome. I got to see Galaxy's Edge for the first time. That's the Star Wars land, and end up spending. On different occasions, like three different days there, just to take it all in, and nice. yeah, it was too. It was too fucking cool. Just being a huge Star Wars nerd, just geeking out, just seeing all the different the the amount of detail and everything that they dumped into it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the way they have it, it's you pretty much like transition from the actual park itself into this area, so you can't see any other parts of the park from Galaxy's Edge. So it's you know, and they have like essentially the way the park is set up, it builds up until all the way towards the end where the Falcon is sitting. So it's a one one scale Millennium Falcon. And you have to like walk through essentially like halfway through the actual park itself to actually see it and it's fucking mind blowing how good it looks like up close. Really? <laughs> I was yeah, it's it's too fucking cool. I just I was just So did you stuff like tissues down your pants before yeah. you entered yeah that was yeah, i had to i was sitting there walking like hunched over the whole time you, you found a kid named tissue yeah oh, <laughs> tissue God. tissue get in there get in the cart but yeah that's that's, see i lose track of which one's maybe the fucking pedo every week between you two <laughs> well it's definitely organic organic we, we I, all learned, are I, I learned from organic <laughs> i did see there was a little hack uh, to change your lightsaber color after you leave the park so uh, I guess it's like a 30 dollar reader that you can get on Amazon and you can reprogram the colors. Oh no shit. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you got all, how 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 you do this? I'm gonna do I this take now. it you got a lightsaber there. Yeah I did. I I built one. All fucking two hundred dollars of it. So the colors are not created by the magical crystals that they told you. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I still bought one. I still bought a different color crystal. Yeah, I was in Discord. There was like a suit of armor as well, or something. 
Yeah. Uh, so so they just had it randomly in like the smallest shop known to man, like right outside one of the ships. And I'm floating through, and I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, that's a neat statue. And I look down, and it's fucking nine thousand dollars. And I was like, you're just selling. Like, is somebody just gonna come in here? Like, I need that. Like, let me get that stormtrooper outfit. Fucking nine k of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the the only thing right, I did. So, top three things, and then we'll move on because this is going to be a long one. Uh, top three things just from Disney World itself. Yep, from the trip. Um, getting to ride the new Rise of the Resistance. Uh, that was definitely number one. It just came. It opened up less than a week before I got there, and it was promo for the new movie or something. Yeah, it's essentially it's more steeped in the new trilogy than it is anything else. But it was just the whole entire thing was more of like an experience than it was just doing the ride. The ride was all the way at the end, but it was fucking. It just took so they just dumped so much money into this thing and the way they had it set up was really cool so you didn't have to wait in line or anything pretty much as soon as you got into the park you logged into their app and joined a boarding crew and then throughout the day you would check your app and it would tell you what boarding crew that you were on and once your boarding crew was called you had up to two hours to get to the ride so you didn't have to wait in line for anything you just waited until your boarding group was called so you can just sit there and goof around in the park and then go and go right to the ride and ride it within like 20 minutes of you being in line. Nice. Um, number two, I would say like all the Christmas decorations, like magic kingdom, they completely decorate the thing for Christmas. Like it's a Christmas theme. They play fucking Christmas music everywhere and I'm a sucker for that shit. So I thought that was fantastic. And then I had to say number three. Hmm. I had to say riding uh, Everest, riding Everest in the Animal Kingdom like four or five times within a 45 minute span because of their single rider line. I just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I just like got off and like hopped in their single They're rider line. And, seats. Yeah, just filling seats. And I was like, cool, I'm going to get on this and I'm just going to sit next to Rando because I don't give a shit. And so like <laughs> I literally got off and got back on, got off, got back on. By the fourth time, my brain was a little rattled and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking done. So can you just abuse that, like, if you had a group of three or whatever, just all stand in that single leader yep. line and just yep. not be matched up together? Yep. You just don't like sit next to each other. Everybody do that? Yeah, I don't know because people are fucking <laughs> stupid. Because um, there was times where, like, that ride had, like, a 40 or 45-minute wait because they have, like, signs outside of the ride on how long the wait times are. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would just come out, and the single rider is, like, away from the actual queue. It's, like, in the corner of, like, the gift shop. It just has a sign on the wall. It's a single rider. And so I just walked around a corner and walked there. And like you said, me and the missus would be staying there. We just wouldn't be sitting together. And as soon as a group of three came over, they would just fill in blanks just where you are. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, I got to be quiet on it right now. But next week I can go into. Right. More of this conversation. Right. That's exciting. Yeah. After the judge rules on my case. <laughs> let you let you travel out of state. Fuck's sake. Right. right. <laughs> uh, we'll skip what we've been playing. Uh, just fucking get into the game of the year. We've got plenty of entries. And to be honest, I don't think anybody will have the brackets right. So I think it'll be like a point if you predict the winner of each bracket and whoever ends up with the most points will be the winner for the competition. Sounds good. 
Okay, and first up is Untitled Goose Game. I think that was your bit, yep. Bob. Yep. <laughs> uh, I get so. Tell I think us both a of these are mine. That, yeah. <laughs> well, I could talk about Resident Evil, but if you talk about a Goose Game, I guess. Uh, <laughs> intro it at least. Yeah, Untitled Goose Game is literally as it sounds. It's just you're just a goose who's a complete and total asshole, and you're whole entire objective into the game is just there's you're trying to get a bell back from you know you're trying to get a bell to add to the pile of bells that you have in your like nest but it give you objectives and the objectives are completely just you being a dickhead so it's like make this person you know hit themselves with a hammer or you know steal (laughs) this person's keys and you can just interact with the whole entire environment around you just to get people to like distract them it's like almost like stealth it's not stealth action but it's like stealth where you know, you have to distract somebody to open up a gate so you can walk by, and then yeah. if they get aggravated with you, you can honk out of them. It's completely and total ridiculous, but it's funny as shit. Yeah, I've I've basically I've watched like the full thing be played, mm-hmm. and then it came at Game Pass, so I dived in a little uh, this week. But I mean, it is fucking good. Uh, have you played Organic? Or was your yeah, I've, daughter I've, played it? Have you got that sort of insight or anything? No, fuck her. Um, (laughs) and that's why it's not her case (laughs) I've uh I dove into it quite a bit last week which was uh pretty convenient that they came to game pass but I I like it a lot it's got a lot of charm it's a lot of like a novelty to it Mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot of trial and error um some of it reminds me of like old Metal Gear Solid from Playstation yeah I and then one of the cool features is too is like when you actually you know quote unquote beat the game instead of it just saying like oh this is done it gives you a whole another list of objectives to do that are a little bit more difficult and they're still just as ridiculous but I the missus was playing it a lot and she would end up just sitting there like almost like Grand Theft Auto like back in the day where instead of doing all the objectives she would just go around and fuck with people and just like steal because you can take anything so she would just steal stuff and then throw it down a well and the well would like pull at the bottom of like the lake that you're on or like the little creek that you're on and so she would just like look at all this stuff I got and I'm like where'd you steal the shit (laughs) yeah I've seen Stuff where people have just went about trying to collect all like the no goose signs and throw them in their water, even though yeah. it's not an objective, just to fuck about. Uh, yeah. There's that sort of sandboxness to it that I think yeah. some people embrace. Like. Uh, but at the same time, I think the novelty is just that. Like, yeah. it's not going to keep you going back. Fucking once you've played four or five hours on it, you're probably done. If that. Oh, that's a lot of hours. You put yeah, into that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah I, I think I think very safe to say if you dove into it, it's two hours. I think it's a fun sit down knockout one night. Yeah. And this is up against Resident Evil Two. Uh, well, I, I mean, Bob, you could probably talk uh, better is, to it. Is, you've got previous knowledge, don't you? Like, yeah. Is as much as I love Untitled Goose Game, like it just went up like pretty much a fucking juggernaut for this. Um, Capcom, Capcom for their one of the top game developers of 2019 decided to, that right at the beginning of the year they were going to release the remake for Resident Evil 2, which is built off of the RE engine, which is the same engine that Resident Evil 7 is built on, and just made a remake that I was expecting to be a little bit more cookie cutter, but it, it exceeded, it went above and beyond exceeding my expectations, and just 
pretty much, you know, the from Resident Evil 1, the T-Virus, like, got out of the mansion and infected the city around it called Raccoon City. And Leon, being a rookie cop, like, didn't realize that there was any kind of infection or anything and becomes and gets to the police station. Like, and that was the thing, too, like, coming from the original, they expanded on, like, him getting to the city. Like, the whole entire section where he's, like, in the convenience store and stuff wasn't in the original. So you're already expanding onto the story, which is, like, really fucking cool and helped you, like, get the controls down and stuff. And then getting to the actual police station was a lot different. Like, it wasn't, you know, because obviously the original came out in fucking 1998. And then it was just, I was not expecting anything like that. And especially coming from, like, Resident Evil 7, which was a third, which was a first person game. And then going to Resident Evil 2, which is completely third person and still having really, really good controls and really tight you know, interaction with it. I was just like, holy shit. I, that was one of the first games in 2019 that like I go to, I play it, go to work, come home and then just turn it right back on and go playing it again. Yeah. It was fantastic. I mean, for me coming at it from being brand new to it sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, it felt like a new game. Like it, yeah. the controls didn't feel as if it was like bogged down by fucking old systems or anything yeah. like that. Uh, one thing I, liked about the fact that it was old is you got the whole fucking collect these keys to get into this next area and all that you don't yeah. really fucking get in games nowadays it's like yeah almost an old mechanic that people would use like you get to get the heart the key of heart or whatever all the different deck suits or uh and i'm just thinking like you don't see that that much anymore but it's something i really end up enjoying like oh you could the whole map's unlocked but you need to get behind these doors by finding a certain key and then you're going back through an area and it's changed and all that on your way back or a fucking whatever the wee the jumpy ones are called oh <laughs> the liquor suddenly, yeah, yeah the liquors are suddenly all over this fucking corridor that you weren't yeah. expecting and all that stuff and, and then it it like it just a lot of stuff that Resident Evil 7 was like built on like the ambiance of it like where it was like really freaky especially the first half of the game but then the later half of the game turned more like run and gun what i liked about resident evil 2 a lot was that it was still like fucked up and creepy like you had to really take slow steps on where you were going and plan routes and stuff like that all the way up until the end resident evil 7 that was the only difference was like resident evil 7 was other than the house like towards the end it was kind of linear where it was like go here keep running it was like Resident Evil 2 was just non-stop where, you know, you still had to, even in the later part of the game, you were still, like, figuring shit out with key cards, figuring out where this weapon was, where this weapon was. And then there was a lot of stuff that was switched up in, you know, there was so much difference between the original and that one where they switched up enough where I was just like, you know, even though I knew the general layout of the building itself, they made new paths to the buildings, they made different areas, they expanded on everything. It was just... It was everything that I could hope for more in a remake. And to them to do it up like that and show so much love and appreciation for the original without, you know, and modernizing it to, for somebody like you, like coming in new is actually going to enjoy it and thoroughly enjoy it. I was like, fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I think one thing that people could end up fucking like the tractors would say is this is a remake. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, like, I can't address that that much, but is this vastly different? Like, is this yeah. deserving? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't put that caveat on it at all. Ugh, yeah. can I talk? Right. 
But yeah. no. I mean, to be honest, I think the majority of people that I've heard say, oh, it's fucking a remake, it shouldn't be considered, are people that haven't actually played it. Right. Uh, and yeah, there's and there's so much significant differences. Even though, even if they didn't say it was a remake, they just called it Resident Evil Two and didn't acknowledge that it was a remake. That I, I would have went with that. And even though it's like, even though I had love for the game, it's so vastly different in terms of where you go and what you do. And even, even to the point of like Mr. X, Mr. X, like in your first playthrough of the game on the original, he wasn't there. Like he didn't pop up until your second, until like technically the second scenario when you played through, like, the game multiple times. And so he wasn't there. And so, like, him popping up and then him his introduction and everything like that was completely different than it was in the original. In the original, it was, uh, they sort of had it so it was, like, almost, like, constructed in the gameplay. Like, you could actively, like, avoid him or knew when he was coming. Like, this game, like, only way you could tell was by footsteps. And you're just like, fuck. Like, where the fuck is he? And you would hear footsteps walk away. We actually, like, stop. And know when to like run back and everything. It's, it's complete. There's certain things where it is the same, but in terms of area expanses and adding new areas and stuff like that, I couldn't play the game like I normally would. I can beat the original in like two hours, like real quick. This game, I wouldn't have been able to do that, even though I have expansive, you know, expansive knowledge of the original. And I think when you're spanning remakes over multiple generations, that it's not just a fresh coat paint. Yeah, it's not like fucking this was out last gen and we'll. Yeah, apply yeah. like an HD to it and fucking add a couple of extra missions as a prologue or something. It's... Yeah, yeah. One one of the things that I love about Resident Evil Two is it's the kind of relaunch of Capcom. Of oh yeah, what I remember it. They've yep. nailed down this engine so much that Resident Evil Three is coming out in a few months, yep. which is insane. And then it also gave the greatest mod memes. On Twitter no. this year by far. <laughs> the fucking the X tank engine. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking X gonna give it to you. Like I just yeah. watched like a whole entire playthrough of that. Just as soon as Mr. X comes near you, you just hear fucking DMX's X gonna give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um somebody made a goose mod, come back to untitled Goose Game, where the first oh, yeah. like they showed like the first thing where like Mr. X pushes the helicopter off to the side and it's a giant fucking goose and then oh you're <laughs> Jesus Christ, get away from me. And it just lets out the biggest fucking honk and just comes <laughs> at you. <laughs> Yeah. It's like I'm like Jesus Christ, like that's I a, mean, you know, and to add one negative thing. Yeah. That, Go ahead. Just I want to stick one negative in there. I've not even looked ahead, but I want to see if I have to fucking fight against this later on. Uh, that Mr. X stuff goes on a little bit too much when you're in this police station. Like once yeah. it happens, you want to keep exploring, right? But it kind of fucks your ability to do that. Yeah, uh, I agree. It with sort that. of forces you out the house at that point or the station. I agree with that. Like, it's almost, you know, and you couldn't really see where he was. And so there's times where, like like you said, if you were in a dark corridor and he was right there, you would panic because he was so damn fast and you would get fucked. Yeah. And, and there were times where, like, I mean, I was in the central part of the police station and literally having to plan a route. Like, all right, I can go through this door, go through here, go through here, and then I can get to there instead of just stopping and exploring around. Yeah. It did also highlight how well the level design was, though. Oh, that, like yeah. he's blocked off one way, so fuck. Actually, this I've already I've barely played this, but I already know the map so well because it's. So I'll jump down this way so that I can get around him and sort of thing. Yeah, it was just uh, it was. Like, I agree with organic totally. It was like the second coming of Capcom. They were just like, here's this game. Oh yeah, by the way, here's Devil May Cry as well. And they're 
both two different games in terms of the way they play and they're both running off the same engine and it isn't like they're beating their engine to death it's just it runs really fucking well and it's Mm -hmm. super versatile so it's like and then seeing that and then releasing monster hunter and coming back to actually like looking at games and saying you know what like we need to fucking make games that are actually really good again and not just make quick cash grabs like fucking street fighter and and make a game where you know people want to pay sixty dollars for it and have no problem paying that no it's what i want out of konami and i don't think that's ever gonna happen again konami's got pachinko they don't give a fuck about you yep (laughs) (laughs) oh well uh no point talking anymore we'll Mm -hmm. get to voting and i'm pretty sure this is unanimous yeah bob what's your vote resident evil 2 organic resident evil 2 it's a tough matchup yeah (laughs) yeah same for me (laughs) Uh, so uh, Resident Evil 2 makes it through uh, and is it going to be up against Mario Maker 2 or Outer Worlds uh, I don't know uh, Organic played a decent amount of Mario Maker do you want to intro this yeah I think Mario Maker 2 is just a pretty special game obviously it's the sequel to the first one but the first one was very left behind on hardware that hardly anybody played yeah, the Wii U fucking is a death sentence for that game. Fuck you guys, like, Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> it was Odd. such a good, like such a good game, but fucking barely anybody had the hardware to play it. Uh, yeah, and add on to the Wii. Yeah, and just playing the game, it had has all the charm from everything that I grew up with, and to see just the innovation that some of the creators are doing with the tool sets, just blows my mind and transforms it where they can make any type of game they want, not just yeah. the standard left-to-right platformer. And, yeah, it's 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 that kind of stuff. And then I, I've i gone down even the YouTube rabbit hole of, like, because I am not that good of seeing people complete these insane levels. And I'm just like, holy shit, like, as hard as it is and all these people dying, like, I couldn't imagine how long it took you to build this level and just figure it all out. I mean... As much as it is like a level-building game, it's like a puzzle game, too, where you just have to figure shit out and put shit in different places. And then another thing I like, too, is all the updates have been added for it. Like, recently, they just added a Legend of Zelda update. Yep. And so they added, like, all the kick-ass music. And uh, a friend of mine was showing, like, you know, he was able to... He was little Mario, and then he hit a mushroom, and it turned him into Link. And he was able to shoot, like, laser... You know, the lasers out of his sword and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, I was like, that's too fucking cool. And it's a free update. It's... Like, the support for the game is awesome by Nintendo. Yeah, all yeah. all the components work well. And the fact that the publishers have to be able to complete the level in order to publish it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even expect the single player to be as fleshed out as it was. There was, like, a yeah. hundred levels, at least. Yeah, I would say the single player is my one-man complaint that the balance of the level difficulty is all over the place. There's some really easy spots, then you hit one that make you want to break the game, and then it'll go into a stretch of pretty easy, straightforward levels again. Yeah. Um, I think, like, well... Oh, go ahead. Like, the difficulty thing I agree with, because we came across it in that order, but see the ones that you struggled with, I bet you the numbers were actually higher. Than you mm. were currently at. It's like because you talk to one character. To yeah, very, very true. Different There's path. a yeah. weird leveling of different areas. 
Yeah, because I think I was at like level 20 something, then I spoke to the dog or some shit, and then I had like a level 60 something level oh, that Jesus. was a lot tougher to play. Uh, so it goes from zero to fucking 100, and you're like, oh my god, what happened to this level? <laughs> yeah, it's just because obviously that's they're like secret people that ideally you don't talk to them and you just go through the main progression by talking gotcha. to the toads sort of thing. But if you talk to the other characters and they ask you to do something, you're like nine times out of ten you're going to do that as a gamer. Ah. Uh, but it then shoots you fucking ahead because that guy's actually level 70 to 79 or something that he right. unlocks. Which, uh, in typical Nintendo fashion, like that is definitely a most Super Mario thing ever because remember, you know, in the original Nintendo going from like level four to level eight, it's like <laughs> you go to, you know, you go to world four to world eight and you're like, I can beat this shit. And you can just get your ass whooped within like four seconds of playing. You're like, fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then like the fact that the builders like, so like people like with that Zelda thing came out of like partially remade Zelda, like the yeah. NES version and all that. Uh, there was all sorts of games like there's people have made Pokemon type games and Mario Maker and all that. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's fucking bonkers. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, no, oh no. Uh, well, one of the other things I say is things on Twitter is there's so many other game developers that are making levels within Mario World that, like, I played one by the creators of Ultimate Chicken Horse that very <laughs> much felt like. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah, you get through round one, it adds the same level again with a variation to it, and then you get through like four rounds and then you complete the level. That's crazy. Yeah, and like, even when the, the it's just the Mario made, levels remade, like World 1-1, it just feels so good being in it. Uh, fucking, I don't know. It's obviously, nostalgia plays a heavy part in Mario Maker, but then you get the opposite side of it where it's the fucking torture levels that are yeah. fucking you need to be pixel perfect and hit everything at the exact right time or else you'll be fucking out of time and all that or those <laughs> levels that are just fucking One. a carousel where you step on the thing yep. and it's going to shoot you through all this shit weird fuzz uh, physics based stuff like one of those levels that you don't want to play in fucking portable mode because you end up snapping your joy cons off of your fucking switch yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I fucking i loved it uh, it's up against the community pick which is yeah. outer worlds uh, yeah it's a good pick by them oh uh, yeah, yeah definitely it was one i would have picked if you didn't waste all your picks on shitty games like fucking Untitled Goose Game and Tetris, but hey, well, we'll get to that hey, later. Bob's the only one with one eliminated, so <laughs> you fucking uh, not got the Tetris yet. <clears throat> well, I am I, unfortunately I didn't play Outer Worlds because I had too much other shit going on. <laughs> right, uh, do you play any organic? Yeah, I've, I played a little bit, bit a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's fuck. It really is just like a. Fallout New Vegas remade, like, That's well, cool. not fucking exactly story copied or anything, but that sort of, the mechanics of that game, the fucking dialogue of that game, all updated into a new engine, uh, with a different plot behind it. Uh, that was good, but at the same time, Fallout RPGs are not my fucking, not the top of my list. I enjoyed it. Uh, dialogue stuff felt great, but at the same time, talking to people it felt like your path might be different but the destination's ultimately the same on most planets gotcha yeah um, i will say that i i also am not a huge fallout fan 
Um, it's just not just the clunkiness. Like they just seem very dated. But I will say, starting the Outer Worlds, it was very refreshing to feel this bright new atmosphere outside of the dire Fallout scenario. Yeah, and apart from a few crazy fucking game, bre- well, it came out and everybody thought this is polished as fuck, but actually, there were a couple <laughs> of game breaking bugs. Like later on in the game, you could do something, and if you skipped one step, you'd be in a room with no way to get back out or some shit. Jesus or- Christ, typical obsidian. <laughs> Yeah, and if you hadn't like save scummed or had a good save, you might end up having to go back like fucking hours. Uh, uh, did they did but, they release a patch if you got caught in that to fix it, or was it you were just fucked regardless? I didn't follow the update to be yeah. honest, but I don't know how they could yeah patch it after the fact. Uh, it was the way people were caught out. It was just if your safe hadn't been like you could always just go revert back to an older save. I don't think right. there's any other way to fix it. And it didn't affect everybody, it just affected some people, I think. It was, it was a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> One of the but things generally, it was a lot more polished than like, the minute-to-minute gameplay than nice. a Fallout game usually is. It's, that's one of the things. Like, <laughs> this is also the year that a different developer put out a better Fallout game than Bethesda. Yeah, very true. <laughs> so and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, a company who... You know, they released a Fallout game, obviously, but, like, Bethesda's like, well, you know, pretty much, like, we're going to release this Fallout game, and everybody's going to love it. And then it's like, nope, this one, though. We like this one. And I think, I mean, I'm being critical again, but I think it over it suffered from having a fucking overly detailed skill point mm. system. Because, like, organic, you would have seen it, you've got, like, 10 to 15 main categories that you put your skill points in. Jesus oh, that, that was the huge turnoff for me. Ugh. Yeah, but see, beyond that, the ten to fifteen categories all have three subcategories in them. For yeah, the most oh part. my god! So and it's once like... you've put forty points into the main bit, you then focus on one of the subcategories and put individual points into that going forward. That's like uh, it's, that's so like kind of sort of excessive. Too it's, much. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I'm all for like point systems and customizability and stuff like that, but like. When you do it that that point where it's a fucking puzzle game within itself to up a skill, it's like man, fuck this game. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that goes to I mean, communities that would some people really be that. grabbed by that. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think this is Castle's game of the year by a fucking mile. Like, yeah, I, I know Castle was fucking him. addicted to it, which is awesome too. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, well, we can try vote now. Yeah. So, sorry, one quick question: no. with Outer Worlds. Do you think we'll see a sequel on this based on yes, Microsoft? I well, oh, I don't know the ending, but if they've left it open for a sequel, I'm pretty sure you'll get one. Uh, yeah, I, th- like, I think that's where because generally all the po- all the press that has been came out has been positive as fuck about it. Right. Uh, I didn't really hear any bad words apart from a couple of random posts on Reddit where I caught. The fact that this glitch was a thing that mm. ruined some people's games. Uh, like, it's just uh, whereas when Fallout releases, you see the fucking every everywhere's covering oh this problem that problem. Well, yeah, this is like a breath of fresh air. How positive it was received, I think. Yeah. And especially whether it comes from, soon or whether yeah. Microsoft are going to tell them to fucking do something else like right. for them before that happens uh, is another question, I guess. Oh. And uh, it's oh, go ahead. Uh, I would say it. I think it helps the scenario of 
with the first one coming out to all these different platforms and then it's going exclusive for Xbox on Game Pass that it might bring new people into that environment. Yeah. yeah. I I appreciate for the fact that like you you both have been gamers for a long time and when you think of Obsidian, at least for me, like I always thought Obsidian like before New Vegas was like a fucking train wreck studio. And, you know, because they handled freaking KOTOR 2, and that was shit. And that was before they could patch a game. And then even with Fallout New Vegas, when it first came out, like, there were so many bugs, and it was, like, a lot of problems. They eventually fixed them with patches. And then to come out with South Park, you know, Stick of Truth, and it's like, oh, shit, this is actually really good, and it's really well done. And then to further it even more to come out with Outer Worlds and it having, like, a high level of polish to the point where, like, the bugs in the game were minimal compared to obsidian 15 years ago it's like cool like they're actually learning from their mistakes and putting out high quality content which is awesome yep uh, everybody had their say then yeah. yep right well for me it's mario maker uh, what about you bob uh unfortunately is is <laughs> it sounds biased but i'm gonna go with mario maker yeah yeah, it did get told you'd vote for everything Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, if you've not played it, like, yeah. you can't really vote on something that you love. Well, right. not loved, but something you really enjoyed over something. Correct. That you fucking didn't play. Uh, so Mario Maker makes it through. Yeah. Uh, the next one here, uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare against Days Gone. Man, you. You, you know what you know. What my vote is already. Yeah, <laughs> and I blame uh, you, Toast. This is all your fault. Who wants to buy uh, my vote? Yep. Yeah, that's came back to bite me. It seems like because yeah. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty was my pick, and right. uh, I mean it's I've okay, I've already gushed over it the way yeah. I, the only way I could. Like it's back to classic sort of fucking Call of Duty yeah. that I enjoyed before it got too futuristic and all right. that shit. Uh, which is cool because it was like a return to form rather than just being like uh, from what I gather like from the communities and stuff like that it was a return to form rather than just being a this is a quick cash grab of modern warfare because the name is popular yeah and, and I mean the UK side of the community are fucking yeah obsessed with it which is oh, awesome yeah. they won that clan thing again just that's fucking crazy you guys are yeah. awesome <laughs> that was fucking total wins I think it was uh, yeah they were on last night until, I don't know, past midnight, just securing it sort of thing in the yeah. d- final hours of it. Uh, I think we ended up winning by like eight points or something like that. Jesus. Uh, so you're saying I shouldn't join it? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah. I definitely won't join it. You want to see <laughs> Bob died seven seconds in every round. <laughs> I mean, they were taking it serious as fuck. Like they yeah. were going, oh, we don't have a strong enough team right now, so instead we'll split off. So Jesus. That- if like if you're if you've got three people, uh, mm-hmm. then two people could lose, but one person wins their game. You're still getting one point. Damn. Whereas if they go in in a group of three and think they're going to lose, that's that time wasted and no points. Uh, yeah, so but, I'm never gonna play with those guys. I'll spectate, but yeah, I don't need a bunch of I don't need a bunch of fucking Scott Scottman <laughs> fucking yelling at me. Whatever, whatever gets them off the plane. Everybody's. Aye, they're all pretty. They're all good about it. Nobody's yeah. like a tryhard. I'm probably the most tryhard out of them all. Like, I'll be pissy and all that. Uh, yeah, making you mad is fun though. Yeah. Right. Anyway, the game's fucking great. Uh, yeah. A positive for it is they didn't fucking they've dropped the season pass shit. 
Nice. They've now got a battle pass, which is similar to every other battle pass. You can unlock skins. Right. There's weapons attached to it, but the weapons are in the free part of the battle pass, so mm. everybody can earn them. Uh, all maps are free. They've already released, I think, maybe four maps for normal multiplayer. Ma- extra maps for thingies. Like Some of them are throwbacks, some of them are brand new. Like They just put in Shipyard. Like mm. I think that's been in every modern warfare it's like fucking Something tiny like yeah yeah it sounds familiar like even somebody like me who doesn't play it i'm like oh shipyard under that one yeah and it's a fucking hellhole they all love it <laughs> i fucking hate it it's like you you can spawn and you could literally like fucking take two steps and then the team from the other spawn can see you it's like the smallest map in the world mm. uh, but it does make for some chaotic fun sort right. of thing but like you can't play an objective based mode in that uh like if you've we played Capture the Flag once and it was like flag A is your spawn, flag C is their spawn, flag B is the middle. Jesus. And everybody's just throwing grenades everywhere. It's right. Like you're spawning <laughs> and getting blown up by a grenade that somebody's already thrown. It's, just sheer fuckery. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's more probably looking back at it now, uh, it would be more suited for the 2v2 mm. game mode that's in the game, but that wasn't around back when fucking the map first released. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, aye, all map packs are free. All the game modes are even updating. Like they've brought out that infected mm-hmm. mode a few weeks back. Uh, this week they've brought out cranked, which is like a, basically an anti-camping mode. Uh, if you don't get a kill within a certain time, I don't know what that time is, you blow up and die. So it forces you <laughs> to keep pushing. Why would somebody oh, make a mode like that? <laughs> that yeah. sounds that sounds insane. Like you just like hurry up, I gotta shoot somebody in the face, or else I'm gonna die. <laughs> I think it's based off. Well, I'm taking it. They named the mode based off of that Jason Statham movie where he's got to keep his heart rate. Oh up yeah, that makes really. a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. I like that but, movie. Uh, I mean, the story mode is fucking. Have you, what have you done on the story organic? You've done a bit. Yeah, I've done quite a bit of it. It's the immersion that it puts you in, like. The fact that it looks so fucking good, and then the pacing of it is fucking great. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of weight to the story. Yeah, it definitely tries to make it feel like heavy. Like even things like they've changed fucking the naming of stuff. Like so, like realism mode is now a thing when it used to just be hardcore. Uh, mm. It's like realism is a step above that and all that sort of shit. Uh, like if you you've done the mission clearing out the. F- the flat sort of, or the t- apartment block, or I don't know what the fuck you'd call it. It's a flat for us. Like you're going up the stairs, clearing each level of this accommodation, basically. Yeah, I did get through that. And then, like one woman, like, we've spoke about sh- killing the baby, but like you're so in the moment, like that woman rushes over, and you're like, oh fuck, is she going to pick up a gun out of this crib? But now she just picks up a kid. And, hmm. uh, I mean, it get. I don't know how much you've played, and I'm trying to not spoil things. No, no, you're fine. I, I'd say uh. spoilers are kind of open right now. Yeah. Well, there's one point in the story that makes you play as one of the protagonists in the game, which is the little girl, like the Arab girl, or whatever the fuck. She, I don't know if you've met her in the story yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play as her, and it's when her uh, dad gets killed when the Russians invade her town. Uh, and it's like you're fucking trying to get away from them using this nerve gas stuff uh, you make it into the house but then this big 
fucking soldier comes in, your dad's trying to fucking get you out of the way and save you and all that, and he ends up getting fucking killed in a scuffle, and then it's you and your brother fucking making your way, trying to get past this guy and out the house and all that, and mm. uh, it's the way it does it. It fucking it does feel heavy, like you're saying. The story carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably the best Call of Duty I've played. Like nostalgia side and all that looking back I don't think any story's been as refined uh, yeah it's like from the past it's been a lot of like big battle sequences and yeah. this is very much like scenarios you wouldn't expect to see okay you may be spending a lot of time away from the action trying to investigate things yeah there also is throwbacks like there's a mission where you're sniping from miles away that's like a throwback to Sniping the guy in the original uh, College Duty Modern Warfare, you're like making your way through. Uh, you're, I think it's a car, like a meeting or some shit. The guy you end up shooting his arm off, basically. Oh shit! Uh, but there's a throwback to that where you're fucking try to defend this town as a last grab by uh, sniping from fucking miles away. You need to take into consideration the wind and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, and then there's a. Uh, like there's one moment uh, I don't know the actor's name but uh, do you know the like the sort of bad guy's right hand man in it? he's been in loads of film he's like a Turkish oh, uh, you're gonna kill me here. type guy he was in Spartacus if I've ever watched that and he's played like a bad Middle Eastern guy in a few things uh, <laughs> but he's in it and one mission is that you manage to finally snatch him uh, and you think, oh fuck, this is going to be a typical torture scene. Uh, and they'll add the, uh, go to the van and get the, get Dimitri to fucking bring out the package sort of thing. So you think you're going to go and bring out these, something to torture him, but it's actually you've got his family there. And then the game, the guy tells you pick up the gun, uh, shoot his wife or shoot his kid sort of thing, and you're sitting there uh, and you don't do it because nobody normally would, but the game won't progress until you pull that trigger, but then the guy's not loaded his gun, but you didn't know that at the time. Uh, but then he goes, let's make this real, and he does load the gun, and then he just says the same shit again. And I don't know, just the weight of it all. Like, yeah. it was, that was their fucking no-Russian sort of moment, I think, like trying to hit that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I could say about that. So, I mean, day's gone. You can go about that, Bob. But... <laughs> well, <laughs> I blame you. Uh, yep, because <laughs> I picked up the game and I played a little bit and I was like oh this is cool and you were like no seriously you need to play this game uh, I think like 70 or 80 hours later I got a platinum trophy in it because I couldn't stop fucking playing it and it's I don't give a shit anybody says there's a lot of people who are arguing about it in the beginning where they were like oh it's got a lot of bugs and we can't do anything about it it needs so many patches like this game can't be game of the year because it's so buggy I don't give a shit. The game was a lot of fucking fun to play. It was, I mean, and it might not be as visually impressive as Modern Warfare, but as many enemies that are on screen and it consistently running at a locked frame rate and not... Yeah, some of these zombie... Yeah, hordes. all the rippers and... Because you would bust yeah. out those big-ass hordes, especially later on in the game, and you're just like the sheer panic of like me white-knuckling a controller to make sure that I didn't fucking... Because it was just like you were doing it in real life. Like, if you tripped or slipped up or anything like that, the whole entire horde would take you over and just murder you instantly. So you had to, like, hurry up and plan your attack and keep fucking running. The 
the whole entire world aspect of it was awesome sitting there gathering like all your components and putting stuff together repairing your bike getting upgrades for it it was just and the plot of it was really really cool the and doing it in a countryside in the mountains rather than doing it in like a cityscape made for the environment itself to be completely different which is awesome so yeah yeah like one of the things that was good about it technically was the fact that if the snow starts to fall yep the map actually gradually changes like yep. the snow will accumulate around you and all that shit and over the course of like 10 15 minutes it'll be totally different yep. uh, than it was which uh, also affects like it's harder to kill zombies when they're fucking it's the snow's going i yep. don't know what the what was the explanation but it was like it's like they're it was like the temperature of them and stuff like that because i know at night it was the same thing they would travel yeah. like they would travel there would be more of them out at night because they were more nocturnal animals than they were. Like, you couldn't... It wasn't good to bust up nests during the day because... Or it was better to bust up nests during the day because there was a lot more in there. But at night, there was a lot more running around loose. And yeah. so, it was just... The whole entire plot line of it was like... they And then, turning the whole, like, oh, shambling zombie concept, like, on its head and making these things an actual threat and not just, like, you know, one is one thing or dealing with, like, a couple is another, but like dealing with whole entire hordes where they're just like all tripping over each other to try to fucking get at you was just, it was insane. I thoroughly loved it. Right. I mean, keep the positives going. Uh, yeah. I don't want to try and influence things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if so, we'll stick to positives. Yeah. And then I think whenever we should agree this beforehand, uh, mm -hmm. when we enter the games, we won't be negative. Only after the vote, if we're trying to convince people, can we be negative. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I mean that kind of contradicts fucking what just happened to Outer Worlds, but that was never going to win anyway. Fuck that game. You're lucky I'm doing this before you start your Tetris pitch, organic. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, aye, so I mean, is there anything more you want to add? I don't know. Like, the highlights for me is probably. Uh, not even. I've really got into the story. Yeah, like it's a slow burner, but yep. you get invested. Like the relationship between you and I forget yeah. his best friend's it's been, name. Right it's been now, so long since we both played it. Yeah, it's like a proper brotherly love type thing. Like yeah. you'd know this guy would die for you and all that just through the story beats, uh, and you feel the same for him. Uh, it's like when you see Baby Yoda for the first time, right? And you know, <laughs> hey, you die for him. I die yeah. for him right now. <laughs> it's and it's what I like about the world is too is the world is already established. Like they show you a little bit of background story, but they don't really go into. It's one of those things where it doesn't really have to be explained because it's just a retreading of like, of a typical like zombie thing. They just show you that shit's overrun. You got separated, and then they cut to, you know, many was it like a year or so later or something like that. Where it's yeah, just it's like it starts on the night where you lose your. Girlfriend, yeah. sort of right. thing. There's flashbacks to that constantly, or your no, it's your wife. Aye. Yeah, you, well, um, eventually your wife. Ah, well, yeah. Then the flashbacks you see, you get married. So at that point, it's you're yeah. to try to find your wife, uh, and that's basically what drives the character the whole time. Uh, yeah, and, and like the fact that fucking it's Boozer is your friend. Yeah, Boozer. Yeah, like, there it he's is. He's fucked up and all that, so yeah. you put your wife on a helicopter to escape, but. You can't leave Boozer on his own, so you fuck it. That's how you end up separated. Because mm -hmm. yep. you know your wife's going to be safe 
uh, or at least you think you, she is. Uh, so you're going to help Boozer get out of the town like, while he's fucked up. Uh, it's just, and like I like the whole entire because I was a big fan of the section of The Last of Us where you would like go through like various houses and like gather materials and like look through stuff. Like it, it was, it was a good mix between exploration and uh and action so like i thought it was cool like once you clear out of town or like you know there's a couple of rippers in the town like you can clear them out but then you can still like walk around the area and like gather all your materials that you need and so it gave you an aspect of like i do need to do this stuff because in actuality like if this was a real situation i would have to have this type of stuff with me like to make like either more bullets or to make you know to have junk so you can repair your bike like just having that shit, like I would spend time just sitting there gathering a bunch of stuff and just get lost in it. Yeah, and it, like, yeah. even like we're talking about the upgrade system and yeah. our worlds being over- overwhelming. Like the upgrade system in this is fucking great. Yeah, like upgrading your bike it makes a fucking massive difference. Yep, and like you're always fucking looking forward to that next upgrade because your bike is basically your ultimate survival tool, sort of thing. Like. It gets you back to the camp because if you run out of fuel, you're fucked. So when you've managed to upgrade your fuel tank and you can go for longer without fucking yeah, yeah, and like the acceleration and all that, so that if you are getting chased, you can quickly hop on your bike and, and then, fucking tear out of there. And then yeah. typical like typical driving fashion, like I used to ride my bike and I was like, I'll find gas eventually, and I would ride it all the way to the fucking end, and then I had to like get off my bike and go look for fucking fuel. But it was oh. it was that kind of stuff, and then. Also, like, there was a couple times where, like, I set off a horde, and I realized how big it is, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not ready, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, go, like, go, I'm go, definitely just, not ready for this. <laughs> just running back to my fucking bike, like, please, God, please, 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 and once you, like, tear off, it was, like, that rush where you just, like, tore off, and you were able to actually get away from him, you're like, oh, my God, thank fucking God. Yeah, I will say, okay, um, the, the, yeah, you've the got, crap, you got a few hours, haven't you? Yeah, oh, you I did. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really liked for the pacing of the gameplay was how well the the weapon and crafting wheel were yeah it's like crafting on the fly and all that yeah you fucking really have to do that especially like when you're fighting the stuff at the end yeah Yeah, i was just a bit curious if you got invested in the story at all yet because it is a slow burner and it does it is one of the games that has the fucking cliche of oh you need to play fucking up to 10 15 hours or something to get invested blah 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 like has it grabbed you in any way yet or no i will say the the story i haven't gotten that much time into it but i will say the story is interesting yeah um one of my biggest pet peeves in games that don't value your time that make you go on such a long stretch before it gets interesting i don't i don't think i would have that feeling in this it's just yeah it it is kind of a well like you said a slow burn but it's an interesting world right because you're up at at least i think just finishing the story you're talking at least 40 hours yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, and And then uh you know with that what i like too is like they adopted the grand theft auto type of dialogue so even if you're riding and stuff it's not just silence between you and whomever you're riding with or if somebody's with you, like even him talking like on a radio or them playing a radio and the radio was like, what was it? Like whatever the freedom radio was, but it was like, it would still give you like excerpts of like the world. And it was still world build, even though you're riding on like long motorcycle rides and stuff like that. And him talking to himself, like just giving his own 
comments and stuff like that about the world like and what shit's going on it was just it was very cool i liked it because it helped break up the monotony of just like you just driving somewhere i think it's time for a vote uh like the vote doesn't lock in so we can argue after the fact if we don't agree uh it's only because it's been unanimous so far right. we've not hard to but i'm going call of duty i'm guessing oh, bob is going days gone fucking right so, what are you thinking, Organic? Tetris 99. <laughs> <laughs> it just jumps brackets. <laughs> it's just like you're just filling in blocks, buddies. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to give it my vote today's gone. Oh, shit. Only for the fact I think there's going to be more building off of scumbag. that. My what? my concern with Call of Duty is they've done all the right things going into this game, but with Call of Duty, everybody knows that it changes from year to year. So I don't know what they're going to build off to that. We're not talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I know, I know. Fucking <laughs> you, fucking scumbag! Right. Fucking so scum- this is not is that, over. Is that yeah. your new? Is that your new word? Because <laughs> you called us a scumbag during Grand Theft Auto Five. fucking scumbags (laughs) right flaws in days gone Uh, you're talking about the dialogue in between scenes Mm -hmm. when you're rolling your bike quietly why does he fucking scream like a madman (laughs) because the voice acting is so shitly implemented sometimes like when you're clearing out a camp as well you'll be doing it all stealthy and you kill somebody and he'll be like oh you fucking like that don't you you fucking (laughs) and you just go nuts at people when you're maybe doing your your American voice is great (laughs) (laughs) I will I will say Days Gone very feel very much feels like a game that was in development from the early PS5 days. PS5 or PS4, and <laughs> that like, it's just son, you got you got insider tips we don't know about. That it just oh, felt like the, there's a the lot best of years. Thing about days gone, they horde fights. Uh, enjoy playing for fifty hours before you fucking get to do them because yeah. they don't fucking feature at all in the story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The thing that they advertise the most, I will say that <laughs> yep. I give you that because they advertise that the most. That it's like, oh yeah, by the way, that doesn't come till the end of the game. <laughs> it's it's fucking nuts. Uh, the fucking like uh, spoiler alert: you finally find your wife, and she doesn't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, she's working with this mad general that everybody knows needs to die, uh, but she doesn't care. She's just going to keep working with him. Uh, she's going to pretend you don't even exist, to be honest. Uh, Fucking, I wanted to punch fuck at her at that point. Uh, <laughs> but there, then it goes from you being this fucking mad, like noble fucking guy that never gives up on his wife to being this fucking pathetic abused lapdog that's just going to go back for more because she doesn't fucking care. Uh, so when the story's she... like actually, it's a slow burner, but it's when also you, fucking. When you unknown. see her. Yeah, when you see her and she's like, I can't do this anymore. I'll, yeah, I'm going to stay here. And you're like, okay, I'm going to leave. Like, It's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, fuck it, it's got good aspects, but it's right. not fucking polished. The story isn't a fucking killer. It's good. Uh, the gameplay loop is good, but it's also repetitive as fuck. Uh, the best part of the game I didn't even bother doing because I'd already fucking played for 40 <laughs> odd hours to get to that point so by the time I'd done like two hordes I was like fuck this I'm done uh, you can't you've got to change your vote organic 
Would you, would you be doing this fight if you didn't put up Call of Duty? Uh, yeah, Call of Duty is a better game. It's like fucking Bob pl admitted he played. He started playing the game. He wasn't feeling it. I had to talk him into fucking giving it a proper shot. Because uh, I'm a fucking no lifer with games like that. So I, my first session was like ten hours. So I did get invested. <laughs> See, I'm just trying yeah. to get back in Discord. I remember you saying that this was probably your day or game of the year. Yeah. Before Call of Duty released, a long time before Call of Duty released. <laughs> so you're gonna fight a long time before Call some of these games this whole bracket. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a couple that might be close uh, that came out again after fucking Days Gone. When was yeah. Days Gone? Was that like a March? That yeah, was March. Sort of I think March or April, yeah. something like that. I mean, fucking Resident Evil Two came out before that. That January. It in my eyes, that'll <laughs> be a close one. Like if you put the two up against it, it would be close with Call of Duty as well. I don't know what I'd pick. But over Days Gone, Call of Duty wins it hands down for me. Like if you're not I'm not gonna fucking die on this hill, but right. I fucking <laughs> I just don't see how organic you're fucking me. <laughs> I I just I have a huge so. problem of fighting for a game that such so you admitted has a great story with lots of weight. Uh, has no more pay to win issues. Uh, I know. I, versus I, a game that you turned around and said to me, "Is the bike fucking even worth it? It feels like shit." I did say it uh, felt like shit in the beginning <laughs> of the game. Yeah, and it still does feel like shit <laughs> towards the end. That's not it what just you feels told like me. A better version of shit. It's like you can still polish a turd. Doesn't make it great. <laughs> <laughs> the bike is a, a, the ultimate tool, but it still fucking handles like a piece of shit. Uh, Nope, still going. Days gone. Right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. God makes it through. All right, should have leveraged Tetris ninety nine on that. Fucking, yep, you could have got bonus points. <laughs> banked them in against something. Uh, so next up, what another zombie game? World War Z. Uh, who wants to talk about this? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, I think okay. World War Z caught everybody off guard by yep. how polished of a game it was. That it ran great for what they promised. I know a lot of people had complaints about the movie, but I think some of the greatest parts of that movie were the swarms of the zombies piling over each other, climbing over barriers, breaking through doors. This game. That was filmed over here as well. <laughs> Fucking. My missus' dad is one of the extras getting chased down the street at one point. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I think it's just cheaper in general. Like they filmed Fast and the Furious at the same place. Uh, it's George Square uh, in Glasgow. Basically, they just fucking change all the signs and shit like that to make it look American. Bring in some fucking American style buses and get rid of the fucking UK style ones. Oh, nice. Um, but I think it's been so long since we've had another Left for Dead that this was the right time. Got everybody excited playing it. I don't yeah. think it's sold real well, but obviously it came to Game Pass, which was a pretty good value. There's leveling up in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is good. Uh, I mean, I've, I fucking loved it. I think I was one of the biggest people that pushed it early on. Uh, it was yeah. funny as shit. At least convincing UK guys to buy it so that I could play with people when you weren't on organic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. biggest 
holdback of that game, though, is the fact of needing other people in there with you. Yeah, if you have bots, they're fucking useless. Yeah, and, and even the random some of the randoms r- they turn into dickheads. Yeah, some of the randoms are fucking useless too. Yeah, like I was in. Was it with you guys? Yeah, or was it with the UK guys one time? And I had some random guy I brought him to party and was fucking just giving all sorts of abuse because he was just deliberately fucking not playing. And when he was playing, he was shooting his own team and all that sort of shit. Just that to was be a troll. that was us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's one of the well, <laughs> can't get any negatives too much. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's good. Uh, like. There's five map types, I think, with like maybe at least three chapters in all, but more than likely five in the majority. I think towards the end, it's like there's only three chapters on the Japan sort of level. Uh, yeah, and I think that goes in the comparison of like Days Gone, of just how much load they were handling during some of the scenes. Yeah, and there wasn't like a lot of. The, like for the lack of levels, like which you could argue was a negative. There's uh, the, the replayability comes in the fact that you've got a class that you're leveling up, so you're unlocking different perks for that class type, different weapons to use, and then you want to level up your other class and all that. So there's constant replayability to it. Yeah. And the difficulty levels are brutal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The jumps. I mean, yeah. they're proper jumps. I mean, you the, know, the difficulty level is just not the. The, the sponginess of the enemies, but man, you have to have a solid team to get through right. that. Because what was it? Yeah, I think coordination it was... sometimes. Because like, if the guy at the back fucking lets a few through and they start fucking up somebody at the front, then they get downed, and that means you've not got somebody gunning down an extra fucking hundred zombies, and then they break through. And I mean, the numbers like you have to have played this to yeah. believe just the numbers of zombies that actually come in at times. Because I think it was, uh, I think it was you, Toast, when we first started playing it. You were like, look, like I would normally tell you to play on normal, but I think we need to go down a peg. And I was like, why? <laughs> you were just like, it's fucking hard. And that's not a normal thing that you hear from you. You're like, this is fucking yeah. difficult. <laughs> it's like, because, I mean, so the abilities really do change the game as well. Like, starting off with, like, a level 2 assault rifle versus a level 1 assault rifle right. makes a massive difference and you don't get that level 2 until you're like maybe level 5 on your character class right. so like easy I think was recommended is like say level 1 to 5 characters and then you go to normal once you've unlocked a few things that can help you survive yeah. yes. and I mean we've not been back but see they added an extra difficulty beyond oh, uh, what we already had and we never even got up to that top difficulty uh, Could you should imagine? Go back cause it what is it? Does the does the game delete itself once you fucking die? Like I don't know what does it <laughs> break your Xbox? Like <laughs> they send a real zombie to your house. That's <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if there's been any more levels out. That this did this go on Game Pass? I want to see. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah, we're definitely we need to go back. Yeah. and play it. See what they've changed. What they've updated. Cause... I just I just love how the go tos are. Uh, but it's it's really funny because. I don't know, like playing Grand Theft Auto Five the other day. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this is still fucking fun. Like, <laughs> try to except for trying to do the new heist. Oh, uh, that no, that's a whole other story. Group. Right? Yeah, that's a whole. That's <laughs> organic for, has played that heist and he's not happy. <laughs> oh, that's that's for next time then. But yeah, yeah, this is like the hardest difficulty on World War Z. That yeah. heist compared to other heists. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> you know, that's World War Z, uh, and it's. Anybody get anything else to add? 
No, I mean, it's no. it's a smaller game, but I think it definitely deserved to be on here for... Yep. Yeah, it's like, deserves a shout out at the very least. Yeah. To acknowledge it. That's up against Luigi's Mansion 3, though, and mm. I've got a feeling Bob's going to champion this one. Yeah. I'll be this one all <laughs> fucking day long. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, yet again, like, coming from... It was cool because oh, coming from Luigi's Mansion 2... What are you going to do, bitch? What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, continue. Yeah, <laughs> coming from Luigi's Mansion Two, which is for the 3DS, it was like a very much like a stripped down level based version of Luigi's Mansion, and coming back to coming back to like an actual Nintendo console was just fucking awesome. And then it was just super well done. I was addicted to it. I couldn't play it nonstop, even to the point where I was telling you to play it, and that's like not a normal game you play, and you end up playing it. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I think, five hours in, plus I watched uh, the missus playing it as well, because that's yeah. one that she got into. Uh, that's crazy. That's cool, too. Like, you know, because normally you say your missus doesn't... It's like Untitled yeah. Goose Game. Like, so, mine doesn't play a lot of accessibility sort of thing. Yeah. And it was just... Overall, it was just a really, really good game. I really enjoyed it. Like, the enemy types are the same, but they added new enemy types. And, you know, the, obviously the plot's the same as any other Luigi's Mansion. Like, it's pretty predictable. But it's just the whole entire motif of it, and and it's cool seeing that Luigi is a you know Luigi's games are a different style game from Mario, and this one promotes more exploration, more puzzle solving, like trying to actually like explore the hotel. It How was, many levels did you say there was in total? Because I, I think, think I just got the button four. I think there's thirteen, right. and then they switch it up later on too. Like this is not a spoiler or anything, but like you'll get a button, and then something else will grab it. And it's all very Metroid, where you, like, they might grab it and like send themselves back down into a different level. So you had to like go back and explore that level, or you'll see I something. And then I just got introduced to that. It yeah. was the chef one. Yep. And then the rat takes the button. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to yeah, go after So that was like level f- to unlock the level four yep. button. So I had to chase that all the way through. Sort yep. of thing. And then we all know the character of the year, fucking Gooigi. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot, of, a lot of laughs on that one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought you were trying to be serious. Yeah. Do you like Gooigi? Actually, was. So, yeah, no, there, uh, suck it, it's, organic. It's cool, but that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I didn't laugh, because I was taking it serious yeah, and trying to think, is it but or is it not? I, I like for or the fact is that... It the f- oh, it's, the mean, not, it's the droid in Star Wars. Stop your shite. Which one? Oh, BD-1. Uh, the game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> right. right, move on. <laughs> I don't know where we are. What are we doing? Uh, you were talking about mm. Luigi. Yeah, so, I don't know what part we were I've, I thought that was a cool aspect because not only could you make the game co-op, but you can do it from single player too. And instead of it making some kind of obscure, weird controls, they just made you either control one or the other, which I thought was a cool, not only puzzle solving, but just, just a cool aspect in general. Like having to use them to double team and to double team certain monsters later on and using them for certain mechanics i thought that was i thought it was cool it was a way to change up the formula and make the gameplay new yeah mm. i mean i know you're not you don't seem interested in giving your daughter any fun organic but <laughs> get <laughs> making uh her play as guiji would be a sort of good way to go yeah because it's unlimited life so if if she does die you can just bring her back out sort of thing uh it's only if you die that it would i would assume in game over not died yeah uh no, it's, it sounds pretty cool because I don't want to be Cappy anymore. 
the Mario <laughs> scenario. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, little bit different than that. Make her go Gooigi. She has access to all the controls, but she's got less health, but unlimited respawns. Right. Uh, but and a lot of the times where Gooigi needs to do something, there's never a time where Luigi needs to do something on his own, really, apart from fucking walking across water. Uh, but there's a few Gooigi only bits sort of thing, so she won't feel left out because it'll be her doing it. Uh, yeah. That is definitely good. Uh, is a, to get, have, you, have you played this or are you holding off because it's a Christmas gift? Yep, I had to hold off. Hmm. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so what's your vote then, Organic? Um, I'll let you two guys go for it. Well, you know that you know what I'm voting yep. mansion for me. <laughs> I just wonder are you throwing a token vote to World War Z in yeah. recognition? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, World War Z plot with the faith of what was said. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me it's a Luigi's Mansion three. Yeah. Yep. I would put the same yeah. thing. It's a better game. Yeah, that's fine. Uh I think the problem with World War Z is the same thing with Goose Game. Yeah. Uh, not quite to the same extent, but it's like there's a novelty to it. Like you you don't want to keep playing and keep grinding World War Z, you'd rather play something else. Yeah. But when you do play it you have a shitload of fun. Yeah, and and it's just for the aspect of like playing with the AI bots, like even trying to do it like by yourself if you don't have a good team, it just that it just detracts me from playing it. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Alright, so up next Apex Legends. Was this me that done this? I believe <laughs> yeah, so. Don't. I don't, I don't know, know why. Unless you did Dragon did. Quest. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I did, but I've got to fucking fight for it over fucking Dragon Quest. That's <laughs> uh, nah, just a, a respawn made shooter, so you know it fucking feels good. Uh, yeah. You know, the shooting's on point. It's there fucking breaking into the Battle Royale scene uh, with the twist that it's class based. Uh, so. I know they've added solos since the fact. I don't know if they stayed in or if that was just limited time. Uh, but you really need to rely on your team. Like You've got the typical healer class. You've got the typical tank type class. You've got a fucking flanking type class and all sorts of things. Like You, you cover most bases in a sort of shooter type environment. Uh, like So you would definitely have to rely on your team. Uh, just put the person that shit as the healer. <laughs> they can at least put out their fucking robot for you. Hey, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is good. Uh, the the only thing is they've dropped wall running uh, from Titanfall, obviously. Mm. But apart from that, it feels like Titanfall. Uh, you've got a few familiar guns from Titanfall and all that if you've played it. That's uh, the support. It's fucking. Always great. The development isn't as quick as Fortnite or things like that because they've said they don't want to burn themselves out on it, try to put out minor updates all the time. They'd rather take slower uh, updates and meanwhile, Epic's the exact opposite. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just a fucking good polished game, but I suppose polish counts for nothing considering Call of Duty got fucking voted out. No. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I. You tell them a little bit better. I, have you even played Apex? No, I never played Apex, but I watched a lot of videos on it just because you know it's it's something different. And seeing all the videos of it, like if I had a, 
choice to pick a battle royale game, it would be that one, hands down. Just the sheer, like, it's like controlled chaos, but I like it because it's more arcade shooter style rather than Call of Duty, where it's like, you know, almost like one shot, one kill. Like, you actually yeah. can get into a firefight and get away from somebody, or like using absurd powers and stuff like that. And then the way the game fucking runs, the game's gorgeous. The game's yeah. super solid. And so. And there's, I mean, people, because uh, it is, it's, I'd say it's harder than Fortnite. Yeah. Because uh, it's like proper slick controls. Like, yeah. it means that people that can master the controls will excel. Like, somebody that's really good with a grappling hook is going to fucking fly up into there, land behind you, and. Right. can pop you in the back of the head before you know what you're doing if you've not got and then, like the grips mm-hmm. with it. Another thing uh, you would see too is like I would see a lot of videos of like people coming up with like unyieldy alliances, almost like sticking together <laughs> to like kill people, and then they would get to the end, and it's like all right, we're gonna. You would see it in PUBG, but you saw this a lot here. Like you said, you would have like a class that was benefited from another class, and they would like. It would just be like an unholy alliance, and you're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna fuck all these people up until we get to the last people, and then we're just gonna go at it." And so, yeah, it was yeah. it was. You've cool also to... got this slight safety net that other battle royals don't offer. Like, you get downed, you can get picked up, but if you get killed, mm-hmm. somebody can actually pick up your tags and go to like one of a handful of limited like respawn stations. Mm-hmm. So if if you go in a battle fight three v three and come out at winning but there's one guy got killed you can pick up his tag and go to a battle station and respawn him like he'll spawn with no weapons or anything like that gotcha or just a pistol but it means that it's down but not out sort of thing until your whole team is out uh, like so that kind of solves the public matchmaking thing where like if I go because you're forced to be in a team right. like for yep. it to work properly you queue up in a public game, uh, you go down, you're not just going to rage quit because uh, you will hang on and see if your team survives that fight and then if they respawn you, you're back in the game. Uh, so that would stop the rage quitting side of things, I'd imagine. Uh, right. Yeah, and I, I think know, right? and two of the things that they developed for this game that I think are really going to change the Battle Royale is the... Ping system. Ping. I never even spoke about Yeah, it. ping yeah. system. And being able to manage inventory before you do pickups. Because mm. uh, I was at, like, we've spoken the last couple of episodes, I went back into PUBG and they've added a ping system to it, mm. but it's nothing like as good or as fucking easy to use as Apex's. Yeah, like, Apex, Apex makes it. It's a contextual sort of thing. You look at an enemy, you don't need to choose to say that's an enemy there. It automatically knows you're looking at an enemy, so it says it for you. You look off in the distance at absolutely nothing, and then it'll just tell you to move there, sort of thing. Whereas all other ping systems, it's like, well, with PUBG, you fucking double tap the right stick, and then, or you hold the right stick to bring up a sort of wheel to choose from, and then you need to fucking move over to like the top left to say that's an enemy. And by that point, you're not aiming at an enemy anymore, and he's moved. And it's fucking just, it's only, it's just shit compared to like. Well, yeah, and the ping system makes it makes it possible for you to go into random matches because it's team-based. Yeah, if yeah. you don't want to be on make, uh, you can uh, do absolutely everything with the ping system. See a level 3 armor when you've already got some, just look at it, press left bumper, and it tells your fucking team. Oh, level 3 armor here. Yep. Fucking, that's you. It's so it's marked like, on the mini So it's like quick and easy access to something rather than having to sit there and try to explain it. Yeah, like yeah. that's... 
that's what I'm saying, the advantage over contextual based right. off of something where you have to bring up a wheel and select specifically what type of thing it is you're trying to ping. Right. Uh, yeah, just one button versus having it sit there for a couple of seconds exposed and doing it. Hmm. Uh, like you said, you can like run by and ping it real quick and then just keep moving rather than stopping, showing somebody that it's there and then having to hope yeah. and pray. Almost like, uh, was it, Division 2? Uh, yeah. There might be. I can't remember if there's a ping in the Yeah, and the, well, no, the, I don't, is there a ping or is it more like because I remember a lot of times we had to stop and you had to tell somebody something was sitting here. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no ping. That's the problem. And the uh, ping system does such a good job of identifying what you're trying to communicate to the team. So nice. if you just get into the area of like enemies, of be enemies over here, ammo over here. Hey, let's go over here. Yeah. And I mean, if you you can actually like, if you hold that button, you can override the contextual stuff and say whatever you want. Yep. So you could say, "I'm going to camp here," basically, like I'm defending okay. here, and that would mark your position. So that's if you're safe. Obviously, you're going to do that. Uh, but in the heat of the battle, if you need to ping something fast, you can with just one button. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. That's up against Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, on you go. <laughs> is is it, technically it's a uh, because when did Dragon Quest Eleven come out for the PS4? It was like one or two years ago. But oh, you've not snuck this sort of bullshit in it, have you? What you you said <laughs> you said ports like as long as it came out this year, <laughs> the port came out because technically this is the Switch version of it. Yeah, but you also just backed up the fact that it, Resident Evil didn't fall into that right. bullshit bracket. <laughs> right. But this one does. <laughs> Surprise. Um, it Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> once I uh, also, to be fair, like <laughs> I, I found out that the game is like 130 something hours long, and um, <laughs> I am definitely not that far in it. But it's uh, <laughs> I I appreciate for the fact that it's enhanced port of the PS4 version, and it's they added like a new orchestra score. They added new cutscenes, which is already fucking ridiculous for as long as the game it is. And then they added, like, new items and things like that. Like, instead of just releasing a, a shitty port for the Switch, they actually released, like, a really astounding port for the way the game runs and the way the game looks and adding extra features. Like, it, even for me, like, I bought the original and I doubled down and got this one, and this is the one that I'm primarily playing. And I thought that was a really cool feature of it. And then even for the plot, like, you have the typical RPG tropes and already, like, 15 hours in, they've turned those on their head. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it's still the same old school turn-based gameplay, but adding different things to it rather than just making it a cookie-cutter game was really was really cool. I, I liked it a lot, and they bumped down the difficulty a little bit. Sometimes I'm a little pissed off that it's a little too easy, but then I realize how fucking difficult a Dragon Quest game used to be. Where, I mean, to the point where, you know, you would fucking play it and get your ass whooped by moving two spaces down, and you're like, fuck this game, I quit. And so they bumped it down so they actually make it a more enjoyable game and wanting to play it. Uh, I mean, I never touched it, obviously. Right. So. Mm. I'm going to guess Organic hasn't touched it. <laughs> <the light. laughs> uh, I have not. Uh, I mean, if you had made less... I've struck a better case right. for this, I'd right. say. I would have well, maybe been on board, but I, well, I can't the, go against David. To be honest with you, like, 
if we go for a vote right now, like between the two, I would I would pick Apex. Right. So yeah. it's a case of given it is acknowledgement that made it onto the list. Right. It was worth giving. Right. But I mean, in terms of the way, in terms of not even comparing the, the two styles of games, yeah. but like Apex is a game that like if we all played in a community game in a community play, I would want to play it. It wouldn't just be like, I mean, I play Call of Duty and stuff like that. I would enjoy it, but I think this would be a game that I would play like if we played it into the night i would play the shit out of it even though i fucking suck at it and yeah. just from this features that you guys were telling me and then me watching a lot of gameplay of it it just looks i like the speed of it and it's respawn so it's a really fucking fast-paced game it isn't slow as fuck like Fortnite, and it's just like a, it's a running gun it's just like old school halo like it's almost like a modern take on it like this is what we would do for 2019 for halo yeah, and we also never really mentioned, but it's fucking a proper free to play as well. Yeah. Uh, yep, and that's another big feature too. Yeah. So, I'm guessing that's a unanimous for Apex. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Try and waste yeah. my time yeah. and argue. Tempest ninety nine. So Apex makes it through. Yeah. Uh, next up is my. F- Friend Pedro, hmm. Gank, you nominated this. I did. You talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a game that originally came out on the Switch. Um, my biggest comparison to it is a shooter that is set up like the World of Trials, which, if, if you aren't familiar with that, it is basically a times trial, start to finish, based on kind of rankings and medals. Yeah, with added gung fu in this game. Gung yeah, fu. but but very much it's very much how you want to play the game, and you are yeah. unlocking move sets and different variations of how you can approach these people in the world. Yeah, it's smart as fuck. Uh, some of the moves you do, it's like max pain, but in a side scroller. Nice. Like, uh, now, have you both is. played much of it? No. I played a lot. I've watched a decent amount. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking. I mean, it is fun. Uh, I played it on Steam. Uh, I know it's just came out Game Pass. I think. I, I think it just the did week before. Untitled yeah, Goose two game. two week or a week before Untitled Goose Game did. So. Yeah, and that's it's definitely worth uh, a shot. One of they pick up, have fun. Uh, Side note: Like Game Pass is just like super fucking impressing me more and more even not just like carrying the big games but carrying like little games like that like especially like untitled goose game like i wanted to play it on a console and i was ready to buy it and then it's like surprise it's on game pass and i'm like well fuck thanks for saving me money appreciate that <laughs> yeah it's insane i mean i mean we've all well we all fucking ended up massively extending our time on it and all that 2021 baby yeah but the fact that fucking they've been giving it away for over a year at this point for like yeah. one dollar a month and shit yeah. like that through different yeah. offers just to get on board people it's like insane value and i think uh like, my friend pedro's 30 dollar game on switch yeah yeah i think it, i yeah. think you're right if and i mean you're not even talking about the fact that they had fucking metro exodus on there things like that like fucking big triple right. that came out this year and if we're if we're going to talk about like you know just in general like services of the year like, in terms of just general service, it would definitely go to Xbox Live, hands down. Yeah, because, I mean, what is PlayStation now 
or not now, PlayStation Plus monthly subscription or an Xbox monthly subscription. I think it's seven pound region or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's like the I think nine ninety nine or something. So to get Game Pass Ultimate, which is live plus the Game Pass games, it's eleven ninety nine. So you're paying an extra what four ish, right. maybe five a month mm-hmm. to get access to fucking all these games. Like if you can't find five worth of value in a month, then fuck, I don't know. You're not a gamer, right? Yeah. Uh, and the winner of this has an option to pick a year of Game Pass. <laughs> Remember, yep. Whoever predicted the bracket the best, yeah. which, uh, I mean, that's what I would go for, obviously. But if that's not for you, you can get a game of your choice. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, but back I'm, to Pedro. It's uh, it's one of these sort of ones you can like you could finish a level in like two minutes. So you've got the like if you're not happy with your time or your end mission score you'll just rerun it quickly um, yeah and it's a it's a very good game on the go like when it came out for switch but it's a yeah. it's a tough game to go against control oh god control yeah it's up against control like there's what fucking... a what a fucking game yeah, I mean, we've done a spoiler cast on it where we gushed oh. over it for fucking, like, 40 minutes. It's the it's the game of the year contender that nobody played, except for us three, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very true. Uh, it's, I, I, still, I still think about that fucking game. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, is it Remedy? It's yeah. the best combat system they've ever done. Yep. By a long shot. Uh, took anything that was good from... Whatever the fuck that Microsoft game was. Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yeah. Everything that was good from that and built on it. Like, as far as using some fucking weird powers in combat. Yeah. It's probably... Well, I know it's not Xbox exclusive, but going forward, I think they might be fucking cheeky and make it Xbox exclusive or at least delay the release on other platforms. Because it's going to get a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's their answer to Infamous, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how Remedy is in a good spot moving forward, even though they are getting all these accolades. That I think something would have to change. Yeah, because the... do you think? See if this game had came out last year and got all these accolades, I don't think that they would have accepted the uh, Microsoft purchase. I, I don't think, I think so either, but I, I've heard so many rumors yeah. of even PlayStation possibly working with them. It's just, it was... I mean, we don't need to talk about it too much. It's right. a fucking great game. We yeah. all love it. We've fucking covered it to yeah. death. Yeah, um, I'd rather right. s- Keep save, save our breath here and see where yeah. this goes, and then we can fight for it. Yeah. Right. But I so think Cam's control for control. me. Pedro gets a shout-out. That's another fucking... World War Z slash Untitled Goose game, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, and oh fuck, oh it's shit, the big one. I hope you fucking got a good argument because it's Tetris ninety nine next, and I vote whatever it's against. Uh, Sekiro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys played so, Tetris ninety nine? Because I have not. I have. Oh my no. god, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking joking. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I, I I think one of the, the charming things about Tetris 99 that it fell on the Switch. Tetris. 
it brought a lot of people onto their online subscription platform. Yeah, it was a good sort of pull in for that, definitely. Yeah. And that did you, just out of curiosity, did you play the VR Tetris thing? Tetris from last yeah. year? I have not played that. Because that was supposedly like a fucking amazing that, iteration of Tetris. Yeah. You have a yeah, because you have a PlayStation VR. Definitely play it. It's super trippy, but it's like also super fucking relaxing. <laughs> but going back to my argument of Tetris oh ninety nine being piece of shit. game of the year. Oh. <laughs> you gotta die on this hill. Arguably, it's still <laughs> one of the greatest games ever made. The one that you haven't played? <laughs> no. Tetris by I'm itself, up. which is I the core of this break, game, like, when you is break still it down, one of the greatest Tetris games ever made. is the greatest game. Like, at, at its essence, it's just simply a good game. Yeah. Like, but this does not deserve to be on the list at all. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't deserve a shout out how, how much have you played of a anything. toast uh, two games alright what about you Bob I played about like 15 rounds something like that alright I did watch Giant Bomb fucking play it for like an hour yeah. <laughs> it, it's was... one of the things I like about this game is very much you're in a battle royale sequence and you only know what you're doing in front of you but if you're playing Tetris 99 you see every single game that's behind you. And you kind of have a view of if you're a spot checking games around you, you know what's going on. So you know what position yeah, you're like in. Yeah, a strategy element to it. Like, like, there's no denying they could have just said this is Tetris 99 and not put in the systems that they did and right. still fucking got people on board but they implemented the systems well. Like the whole badge system, I don't really know what they do. You get certain badges, it's going to make you more powerful. Uh, but then the strategy of an element is if somebody has a badge early on, you don't want to target them. You want to try and stay under the surface to make it towards the end and all that. Because if you go after the big hitters too early, they'll just fucking crush you. Yep. Uh, I don't know, there's all sorts of good shit. I even like the way it's implemented in handheld mode. It's a lot better because you, like you can choose your attack pattern, whether it's random uh like if you clear a block, what is it? If you clear a block, it basically gets put in to the other person you're targeting's game. Yeah. Uh, so you can do that randomly, so that you're not specifically targeting somebody. But then towards the end, you want to go after somebody that's not got too many badges, so that they instantly rape you. But you want to get a couple of badges, so you'll target that person. And in handheld mode, that's just touchscreen based, so it's simple to do. Whereas playing it on the TV, it's fucking more convoluted because you need to move over and select that right. person to attack. Sort of yeah. thing. What what makes it overwhelming for me is there's so many fucking screens that you're like you're trying to keep an eye on your own while looking at others, and you're like trying to figure out who to target. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess I mean for me I too, it was, hate it was it. a very much out of left field game that I would right. never thought would have been attempted. Yeah, it definitely caught everybody by surprise, and I'm not even going to lie if this fucking gets past Sekiro, I'm not going to fucking care, but there's no way it makes it through that oh. to the next round. Nope. Uh, yep. That's, but, uh, yeah, it's part of the bracket. Right. Because, I mean, the more I thought on Sekiro, like, I, you can... We've already started being negative on Tetris, so we can be negative on Sekiro. You just started being negative argument. on Tetris. <laughs> Nearing the ship for weeks. This has been a weekly build-up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But no, I mean, the more I've thought about Sekiro, the more I've actually been put off it. it is, it's a Souls game, which people love. I don't especially love, but I don't dislike it. But there's certain things about it, like the hitbox stuff is great and all that, and it's you're based on poise and fucking stamina, like or whatever the fuck it's called, so that your shield or your guard doesn't break. Yeah. But see, when you get to the biggest boss fights, it's fuck all to do with poise and parrying. It's to do with just jumping about like an idiot, not getting hit, and then fucking taking little pot shots at enemies, so the whole system's undermined. It, Whereas Dark Souls is good because it doesn't rely on a parrying system and all that sort of stuff. It's not trying to say that's what you should do, that's what you should good good at. Then you go into a boss fight and do the exact opposite. Yeah, because I mean, uh, even even Bloodborne, Bloodborne not having shields and stuff, you could still gut shot somebody, and if you time it right, that's essentially a parry. You can gut shot a boss, and then you hit him for big damage if you time it just right. Yeah. Uh, Sekiro is more like it, like you said, it's more like jump around like an idiot, try to try to stop them, and then hopefully pray to God that you're able to win it. But yeah, but then fight a smaller enemy and it's all about oh you get this parry and you right. can fucking rape them even if it's I'm not talking like minions like even minor bosses like yeah. whatever you would call them generals and things like that it's all about parrying still but it's just when you get to the big actual bosses right. uh, it's all about getting it just away goes from out them. the window yeah but the overall sit back learn the patterns dodge and know when you can jump in which yeah. is Dark Souls at its essence which is fucking good because you've got the hitback box and all that but it's just and Sekiro, it's contradicted itself so much. I just, I, the whole entire formula for Sekiro is just like, I don't know, it's, to me, it's really fucking cool. They picked a really good time to do it. Like, a, and what's cool is, is that you're so used to a Dark Souls game where they just drop you off somewhere and it's like, here you go, just do this now, go find the fucking yeah. plot in the game. No they story actually, unless you read any like item descriptions yeah. and stuff, but Sekiro does set up a story yeah. from the start. And I, I like that from the start. And then you start weaving, you start adding more story to it. Like you already have a plot to build on. So it's like, cool. You've actually made a character that is likable and is different rather than just making, you know, like you said, the base game where you customize a character and you just go into a world and try to slaughter things. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, that being said, fuck Tetris. So I vote for Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Sekiro on this one. I'm with toast. Uh, I don't want to take the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> just over it yeah, I'm over it. I, I, I wouldn't fight Sekiro to the death on this to be honest if you want to try and convince me or Bob then feel free no it's uh, it very much goes with what it's up against it is not the better game yeah. and I don't think Sekiro is a particularly great game so that just tells you how shit Tetris is oh. uh, <laughs> let's move on later on in the brackets it's going to get tough but yeah I I agree like Sekiro is not going to be the one that I'm going to stand on the hill and die on yeah especially when you fucking look at what the next thing is yes yeah. fuck fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order against Gears 5 uh, let Bob go for Star Wars I guess yeah. uh, other than the performance issues that it had it's a fucking fantastic game i respawn respawn return star wars games to form rather than yet again you were talking about call of duty you know no bullshit no season pass no 
fucking paywalls or anything like that. Just a cut and dry Metroid style exploration game that you can go back and revisit planets. You can go through the story. The storyline was interesting. The main character was interesting and being original. It was just overall, I yet again, it was one of those games where I bought it at first. I wasn't going to buy it. And then I think it was you toast that said, no, you need to buy this game and play it. And I bought it and played the fuck out of it just nonstop. And when I got done, I still wanted to go back and like, look at the other planets and pick up all the items and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, fucking people have also said this is a soul's light sort of yeah. thing like compared to it that way and I mean it's, it's I mean it's like Sekiro except parrying actually does mean something when yeah. you fight the bosses yeah you can actually parry a <laughs> boss and get away from them and things like that yeah yeah. and everybody here finished it yet? I have not fully finished it but okay uh, have you seen the trailer that fucking yeah it does say that, so you're fine yeah, so fucking when Vader comes in yeah. at the end is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, you've just got through this massive fight and you think, oh, thank fuck, that's finally done. Yep. Hardest fight in the game, over. And then he just comes in like a badass and fucking destroys, just wrecks shit. And my, my <laughs> best part about it was, like, when you get to that fight, it isn't like, boss fight with Darth Vader, you're going to beat him, like, Force Unleashed. No, it was like, when he was just, like, you know, stand down, it was like, fuck it, run. You got to run. Yeah. It's like I tried holding my own against it, and then I think a tooltip pops up and says, "No one survives against Vader." Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like just bringing that into the foray because most of the you know Force Unleashed, like the original like you know single player Star Wars game, it was like you fought Darth Vader and beat his ass, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm kick ass. I can beat Darth Vader." And this game was like, "Fuck that. Darth Vader will kill you. You need to get away <laughs> from him." <laughs> He's like fucking destroying the whole environment around yeah. you with his force powers and shit. Yeah. It's- fucking tearing everything but up I mean, and the cool part is it didn't the story didn't develop into that like you didn't know that he was there and then when you get to that part it doesn't feel like it was like ham-fisted or inserted it was like it pertained to the storyline it made sense I, and, I honestly think that's the worst advertising decision of the year oh yeah the yeah. fact that they showed like, that I didn't was, I, well, thankfully I didn't see that before I knew it right but fuck, that's I didn't insane. see it either but they added it later yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that they. Uh, we didn't fuck respawn yet this year. Jesus Christ, a bunch of fucking. I dickheads. think the time when they debu- debuted that was during like Sunday night football. Yep, it so was. So many people were watching, and they've just fucking ruined one of the fucking biggest surprising points in that game. Was, they probably looked at it and was like, "Okay, Darth Vader's gonna spike pretty high." And then I like the I like the expansions of the planets, like picking certain planets like the you know darth maul's home planet and stuff like that like in star wars you didn't see a lot of that planet outside of like clone wars but you didn't really like know the planet and being able to explore it and flushing out characters in it it was like okay this is your respawn did a really good job like opening up star wars lore and them getting free reign to go over and work on that it was just it was cool it was something where they released a sequel i would buy it day one yeah i mean the the story as an killer no. like the whole way through there's definitely like low points where it's like a low but the fact that yeah the gameplay feels good for well in my opinion I love the gameplay yeah uh, and it, that's what keeps you pushing on which I'd say is probably more important in a game like you yep. don't want a shit gameplay and then good cutscenes in between you want good gameplay with maybe mediocre cutscenes you would accept that over the opposite right uh, 
It's just a fucking good game. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things I love most is even with the wrapping of this third trilogy for Star Wars is the introduction of new characters, new stories. And yeah, the, and then and the fact that it is something totally aside, yeah. like they could go whatever fucking way they yeah. want to keep going with this, and putting it in a timeline where that timeline is explained but not really explored, like right after Order sixty six, like there's people that are still affected by it. It isn't just like the Empire's taking over, like they are taking over, but like seeing like a sheik actually getting like torn down and getting farmed out and seeing like because that was the first time you ever really saw the Wookies being like imprisoned and helping free them. And so it was cool seeing yeah. that kind of oh, stuff. That is the worst looking part of the Oh, yeah, those <laughs> fucking Wookiees are character model. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, you guys, you guys fucked those things up, didn't you? <laughs> and, but I think it's not try to take away from no. it, but this could definitely be a game where if they given it three, six more months, yep. they could have released it fucking amazingly. Oh, yeah. But EA have a fucking habit of just raping Respawn mm-hmm. with like, the way they release games. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, oh, do you, do you have re- best shooter of the generation? Let's <laughs> yeah. just release it fucking the week in between Call of Duty and yeah. Battlefield. And it's like, it's like, oh, do you have good gameplay? Yeah, but we want to work on the engine. Nah, fuck that. Release it anyway and see what happens. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you guys know, like, I enjoy Star Wars. I'm not the biggest fan or right. anything like that. But see if you fucking actually pull off some of their fights. It feels like the best Star Wars has to offer, like yep. the lightsaber battles. If if you parry like a boss, and it's just like something straight out of a movie, it, like the best fight you could imagine you, in a movie. If, like there was somebody released a video of like slow motion animation of Cal Kestis, like his lightsaber fight, like just his sheer movements, like the way they have it choreographed and everything. It's fantastic, and it makes you, it makes you want to be aggressive because they tell you like you know it's just like Sekiro where they're like you know you got to be aggressive, you got to break defenses and stuff. So when you do like get that really good parry, you want to just try to go in and just slam people. And what's what I like about the game is too is like like you said, you're not the biggest Star Wars fan, but the game projected you enough with, albeit not the greatest story ever, but it made you still want to play the game because the gameplay was so good. And for somebody that you that's not like a super fan, like it still made you want to play the game, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. and it's got great gameplay hooks. Yeah, yeah. Like it's got the fucking. You can't do everything on this planet yet, yep. but getting your power and you want to go back and just see what else you can do. Yep. Uh, yeah, and give, and then, uh, give them credit for the difficulty levels because a lot of those types of games do not have that, but for it being Star Wars, I can only imagine how the many age range went that fought the badass version of the... F- Let's see the frog. How many of you fought the badass version of uh, the first time I you I fought the badass version of it and died like six times. <laughs> Before yeah. I even fucking got it down, Pat, because it's like two hits and you're dead. It turned yeah, into it just, a Souls game. It fucking yeah. turned into a Souls game. You ramp up the difficulty and you're like, fuck, this is Dark Souls, but it's Star Wars. You're like, this yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I fucking. I think I got it. Like, it was after like a bunch of deaths, but I got it on my first thing before coming any more powerful. And it was by drop attacking it to start with nice. and then just getting lucky. Because you've got the big holes in the fucking thing above. Uh, like you can be on the level above the cave and drop down onto it. So, uh, but aye, as that's where, like that. I mean, I know it's Dark Souls light. I don't think it's anywhere near as hard as some of the hardest fight in Dark Souls. But no. it done the, the good job of making you feel I, like a badass. I, I think it's just more people call it Dark Souls light because it has like a dodge parry system yep. and things like that. But I mean, in terms of like core gameplay, I think this is. 
it's a lot more forgiving for the better because it the game promotes more exploration and stuff like that where it wants you to explore wants you to find you know actual items and stuff like that where dark souls is like sometimes dark souls it's like oh yeah explore but you might get fucked by this thing that's gigantic over here later on and you're like well shit you know yeah i've heard people complaining about the fact that it takes all this stuff from dark souls but it's too easy so if there's good gameplay mechanics you want to fucking incorporate into something then do it like the fact that what the fuck is it you even lose your uh progress towards the next level is isn't it yeah if you get killed by something yeah you have to go find like it. your souls yep. you drop it so you need to go back and attack that thing again and the first clean hit you get on it means that you get the progress back yeah. that you had uh and i mean that's just a good gameplay hook yeah. that's not it trying to be and, dark souls and that's not dark souls yeah. because dark souls like you know if you died on something else in star wars like you didn't get fucked like in dark souls in any of those games like if you go over and you're going back to get your experience, but in the meantime, you die in between there, you lose it all anyway. You can't just try to make it back to that specific enemy that's holding on to it. So right, I, so if you die before you get back to that enemy, it's still glowing? I didn't know yeah, that. it was still glow. Yeah, because there's been times where I've been fucking stupid and got myself killed. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's still glowing because that specific enemy just holds on to the experience. But yeah, if you're... Like, there's yeah. that, and then there's the meditate thing, isn't there, that it took from Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the, the fact that they respawn characters. Like, there's certain times where, like, I dread it, but it gives you, like, a strategic element. You're like, okay, well, I have two med packs left. I'm a half the energy. Should I respawn here and respawn all the enemies, or should I just keep going and see where, you know, see what I can get back? And it adds a level of that. And then another thing I, I like, mean, too, makes, is the level. takes system. away from the story because it makes absolutely no fucking narrative sense. Oh, what? The fucking respawning <laughs> of enemies? No. Yeah, let's just... All these stormtroopers I've just killed, let's yeah. just fucking make them reappear. I mean, it's a fucking empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to put them all back. Just all nice and neat, including all the bounty hunters and everything. Just fucking cool. And then... Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's I, a hell of a game. Right. I like the leveling system a lot. I thought... Yeah, some of the abilities. Yeah. Like, I've read somebody post something on twitter so i stayed away from like some of the abilities i thought might be cool mm. but they said they're ultimately useless like th- being able to throw your lightsaber that costs like three points or some shit and although it seems badass it was ultimately pointless at the end open. of the game i used it uh just to see what it was like and the person was right yeah um, a lot of those a lot of those a lot of those later ones like that kind of stuff i waited until like i was grinding like until I was grinding ahead, like extra points to use, but I wouldn't. I would try to go after the core ones first. Yeah, I fucking think I focused on all like the extra powerful combat abilities, like being able to do focus hits that take off damage and stuff like that, and then the left side where you build up your actual focus bar. Uh, just fucking, I don't know. Right. I mean, that's all per personal fucking choice I guess yeah uh, I think we've fucking gushed about that enough uh, yep so Gears 5 uh, you completed it as well didn't you Bob no I didn't fucking useless he's <laughs> a, a complete fucking, four yeah yeah I was gonna say I fucking scumbag you, I haven't completed I thought you went either. a decent amount any five though or am I getting you mixed up with somebody who me yeah what did you not play a good chunk of five no, you got me mixed up with somebody else. Yeah, probably. Because I remember I was like, backwards. remember Gears Five came out, and I was like, oh shit, I should play Four, and I never got around to playing Four. You're fucking useless. Right. Anyway, Gears right. Five. Yeah. Uh, 
it's a return to form. Uh, it fucking it just for this it cemented to me that after Halo Five, Gears Five fucking destroyed it. So in my eyes, Xbox's fucking future is Gears games. Like that's where they tell the better story. Nice. That's where the gameplay feels better, where it's more polished. Uh, I mean, I was never a I was never either fan from the start, uh, so I didn't play Halo early on, and I didn't play Gears either. I think my first 360 was the Gears of War 3 edition, no shit. and that's when I first played Gears. Uh, but it's, like, they done, they took what they needed uh, from old games, like, but they also made it better, well, I don't know, they've added the open world sort of side of things where you can it wasn't even an open world, it was like a hub area. I just think a giant hub area, Not don't think open world. Yeah, it was uh, like a From hub. that hub area, yeah. you could find a few side missions if you want, or you can continue the main story. Hmm. Uh, and it felt good. Uh, a problem with co-op, I mean, organic, I think you and Castle experienced this, is the some elements of the story are single player focused so it's only when you're playing as Kate you get to experience certain things like flashbacks they had very uh, very important yeah like uh, not just fucking minor things like there's flashbacks to her mum and stuff filling in the story and all that and even from a gameplay side of things like you end up playing as totally different characters when you're playing as her Uh, in one one segment you end up it's like you've linked up with the fucking hive mind sort of thing like with the locusts and mm-hmm. that uh, and you end up controlling the characters try to kill your own team and shit but if you're playing as a second player you don't fucking know any of that you're just fighting normal locusts you don't see any flashbacks you don't fucking get to play as fucking all these special characters and then if you're the third player you're just a fucking healing jockey like you can go zap this fucking thing and open it you can fucking heal me uh I mean, it's it's a fucking great thing to have, but it must be a shit experience to actually play. Uh, as I think, is it Shine that's doing it with you, Organic? Yeah. Um, and, and the the have, big have thing you is played without Shine at all, and noticed a difference. <coughs> Say that again. Did you play like without Shine, where the AI was a robot, and did it make a difference? Yeah, actually, um, we started the campaign with. Castle and Shine, and then we went through, and we couldn't get Shine in there originally, and so we started without him. It was awful. Yeah, it's just it yeah, it's like it adds a layer that you have to manage, and there's just not a good way to manage the movement that you need. Yeah, it's like you can kind of like a ping system. You can aim at something and get them to interact with it, but. If you can just say it to somebody on the mic, it's a lot fucking better. Yeah. And then keep focusing on your fight and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I fucking I don't know how much I can champion it. It is fucking it's great. It's a lot better than Gears Four. They've, I think they've successfully moved on. Uh, do you know anything about the choice you make towards the end? I don't, but I. I guess I would give my final thoughts into Gears 5 is that they've gone a long way into storytelling 
it's a beautiful game and for the fact that it runs at 60 frames per second is insane but yeah. they have yet to address the aging controls of that game yeah the fucking roadie run <laughs> <laughs> the stationary well, it's just the, yeah. the battling no, I mean I like the thing I do like is active reload I like that I don't like the fucking movement in between shooting people there's there's like still so many moves you that are run the cover the way you button. switch cover yeah yeah you accidentally jump over a fucking you're trying to grab something you accidentally jump over the uh, yeah jump over a barrier like fuck yeah. I mean there's some like it isn't a massive spoiler so I'm going to say it I know you're playing this actively right now organic so it won't ruin it for you at one point it's going to make you choose to sacrifice JD or whoever the fuck the black character is. Shit, what's his name? Well, this is looking terrible towards you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows who JD is if you played for because it's but Marcus Phoenix's son. Uh, I, well, I killed JD, so what does that say? <laughs> Uh, but basically, I don't know how they're going to address that going forward. Is there going to be a canon choice, or is there going to be a, some? We'll use your last save file, and yeah, where it plays out. Story's going to be. For you. It's hmm. got to be so much effort to make that happen that I think there's going to be a canon choice. Because I mean, you're going to have to have every scene acted out twice with two different characters, and do they interact the exact same way? That would just make it feel shit. Uh, yeah. But also put a lot of weight into the story for the game uh, yeah and cause... you see such an evolution between four and five of uh jd yeah because I... jd becomes a dickhead he's like a proper fucking by the book uh like the way the story takes it is you're obviously trying to find your mum as kate and save her because of the chance she might still be alive but he's all by the book and he's like, no, we can't risk it, we can't do it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which he it's had a life event that kind of put him on that path. Yeah, but fucking... So it made it easy, well, in my eyes. It's also, I think, if they're going to go a canon choice, it's going to be the one I made. Because when you're playing as co-op, you're not playing as JD, you're playing as the other guy. Yeah, hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so it almost makes you it almost makes you want to sacrifice him too. Yeah, so yeah. I mean I've played with my brother. I'm not gonna to choose to let my brother's character die right. over a random guy that's already a dickhead in the story in my eyes. What what I appreciate the most is like Dell is his name. I was gonna say Deck, but it's Dell, isn't it? I think so. I'm trying to think. Uh, it is, I'm, pr- I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's Dell. What I like about the game is that especially Gears four and five is that it didn't get like Halo Syndrome where, you know, another studio took it over, you know, because obviously, uh, what's his name? Cliffy, Cliff Blazinski like left after Gears 3, I think. Yeah. And so like they took it, like Microsoft really just took it over. And instead of it letting it go to shit, like the way Halo did, where it's like, we're going to introduce all these new things that didn't, that weren't relevant to the Halo universe before. And it's like, they just pretty much like took the, storyline and expanded upon it and expanded the lore rather than just like adding a bunch of bullshit and trying to change gameplay when the gameplay wasn't already broke you know when it was already really good and make it fucking stupid yeah which i think that's tied to 
was it Rod Ferguson that took over Coalition that worked yeah. with Cliff in the the first two. Yeah. So it's it's cool, especially like Gears Five. Like you're expecting, you know, Gears Four was really good. Like I played the a bit I played of it was really good, but like to get Gears Five and then not only is it you know the namesake of being Gears being something that you know it can build upon but it it gets accolades for just being an overall really good game mm-hmm. yeah so very cool yeah uh did you make it or did any of you guys watch i zombie <laughs> this <laughs> is a bit of fucking no no kids there's a in. character in that uh that voice acts and gears uh his name's fucking raul Collie, I think it is. He's like an Indian, mm. well, Indian UK actor, and the best line in the game. Like it, I was good. For like try to think of the point. Like it uses Marcus because obviously, like Halo without the fucking Master Chief isn't really Halo. Yeah, thanks. So Marcus thanks is in Halo there and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's just <laughs> exactly why they're doing Halo Infinity now, and the Chief's back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's a line in there where. I think his the character name of that uh, Raul guy's uh, Faz, mm. and Marcus is sitting there gruff as fuck. He's saying we need to just go all out and attack. And Faz questions him. He's like, "Should anybody with real military experience not be making this decision?" And he just goes, "Your name's Faz, right?" And he's like, uh, 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 "Yes, sir." And he's like, "Shut the fuck up, Faz." <laughs> and it's just the best line in the game. <laughs> like all, uh, like all concerning. Like your name's that? Yes, sir. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just the way he dismisses it just it's fucking great. Gears, it's like the like, best line. Gears four had me dying when uh when they were shooting up Marcus's house. And yeah, just screaming in the raging. background. <laughs> Quit destroying yeah. my house. The tomato plants. Yeah, yeah. So I think the way they've handled keeping the old characters in it is good because you don't play as fucking Marcus, right? Uh, but it still has a point in the story, and then. When you do sacrifice JD, dealing with the fucking, like it, it fucking breaks him. Mm. Like for the, it's right towards the end of the game, so you've only got maybe one or two chapters after that, Damn. or fucking missions, whatever they're called. Uh, and yeah, like you just part of the game looking so good is they get to convey that so well. Yeah. Like in the cutscene, you just see him fucking break mm. when he finds out that JD's not coming because he's dead. Jesus. It's like when yeah. Dom died in fucking Gears 2. Yeah, that's one thing. It's like these big fucking beefy meatheads. Yeah. But they get put across so much emotion in our game, and I don't know how they do it. Mm. Like, it's fucking a masterclass in storytelling at times. I'm not saying the whole thing is flawless, mm-hmm. but the way they convey emotion really hits when they want it to. Now you make me want to play it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely should play it. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we can go to the vote. Uh and I'm going to make use to pick first. I'll go Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. For me, going to go Star for Wars. me, not playing Gears Five, but then also like Star Wars just being just a return to form, being such a right, fucking, right, fucking waffle on all you want. We know you're picking Star Wars. Yeah. It's just right. being such a. Fun that, that's the reason I made you two go first because, yeah. to be honest, I want Star Wars to go ahead, but I want to token vote for Gears because yeah. it does mean something. Uh it's a fucking hell of a game and everybody should play it even with the spoilers the moment to moment gameplay is fucking great like there's a certain boss that you deal with in the snow level that's fucking 
probably one of the fucking my favourite boss fights from this whole generation. And even with those spoilers, it still makes me want to play the game because I want to experience it. So it's yeah. yeah. That sounds fucking cool. And it's on yet again, another fucking game that's on Game Pass. So yep. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so that fucking concludes the first Jesus round, Christ, only two hours well, <laughs> Some of these should start I mean, it's cruise. only arguments or fucking clear wins going forward. Yeah, we've argued our points. Yep. Yeah. So, into the next round. Uh, Resident Evil 2 remake up against Mario Maker 2. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, I'm Resident Evil yeah. 2. For me too, it's the same way. I would be Resident Evil 2. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> fucking yep. simple. That was like a ten second run. Yeah, I don't I don't see where Mario's gonna go beyond this. And I think yep. yeah, Resident Evil's pretty much put a solid run mat together. Yeah, here's a fucking interesting one though. <laughs> Days gone against Luigi's Mansion three. Bob, you're up first. <laughs> I if I had a choice between the two, I'd pick Days Gone. Shit, really? Yeah. Um, on Luigi's side. Yeah. I I like uh, Luigi's Mansion, but Days Gone was one of those games where it fucking just drew me in and I couldn't stop playing it. I mean, you remember, I was giving you like live updates because you were like a couple hours ahead of me. You were like, wait till you get to this yeah. part. And I'm like, fuck, I had to work like <laughs> twice as hard to get to that part. And I'm like, all right, Toast. Like, oh my God, this is fucking awesome. Like, I pretty much like toasted out when I played it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because it was such a long fucking game, even though I'd just done it, yeah. I couldn't keep proper track of how far away you were. Yeah. You... I'm like, shit, was that 10 hours ago? Was that 2 hours ago? Was that 15 hours ago? Yeah. It was... Yeah, so I, I picked Days Gone. All right, well, I pick Luigi. Nice. Probably for the extra fucking. Like the fact that seeing my fucking missus play that and enjoy it, like, that's just got. It got made it more special, sort of that's thing. That's cool. Actually, I yeah. I really respect that because I would probably yeah. have the same thing because yeah. Mario Odyssey is probably one of my games of the generation for that sheer fact with yep. the kiddo. And it's cool seeing yeah, when somebody that's not in the game yeah. just yeah. fucking has fun and you can just sit back and, and watch it. Yeah, and that's a like norms. I'm not gonna lie, like I've played games or, or she'll start playing games and she'll get confused or she won't quite be doing it and I'll fucking lose my patience and I'll be like, oh, I can't be fucked watching this. So mm-hmm. I'll either tell her what to do or I'll fucking leave the room or something like that. But with this, it's like, no, nah, just figure out. You're having yeah. fun. Yeah. Fucking. That was uh, that was me with Untitled Goose Game. That's the reason why, like, after, you know, at first you're like, oh, ha, 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 like, it's on the list. But then after getting my wife to play it and she played it nonstop and it was it was so fucking cool like me sitting there playing a game or watching a show and I just look over and she got really into it where she wanted to show me and it wasn't something new like she played Mario Odyssey and stuff but like she wanted to show me what she was doing and the funny shit that she was doing and I would end up catching myself like pausing my game just to watch her play it and it was the same thing like I wouldn't she was like I can't do this I'm like figure it out like it's not that hard like you can do it like it's pretty simple and just being able to see a pick up and play game like that was fucking cool yeah because yeah. i mean like even when i'm playing it now she's been watching me play it mm-hmm. and some of these fucking gems are a nightmare to fucking yeah. figure out yeah. like it's, <laughs> it's 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 a kid's game but yeah. it's also fucking got that fucking difficulty to it it's, like it's one of those things where like it's it's easy to pick up and play but it's difficult to master like trying to think yeah. outside the box to get to a gem and you're like like there's times where i walked away because i'm like what the fuck and another cool part about it Luigi's Mansion 3 is it's done by uh it's not even done by Nintendo themselves it's done by Next Level Games. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was impressive too because the first one I was first playing, I thought it was just a Nintendo developed game, like in house studio. I didn't yeah, realize the polish it was somebody else. And all that that's on it makes it think yeah. you, like you wouldn't doubt that was in the first part yep. for a second. It's so. like the f- I'm trying to think of the puzzle I've done most lately. It's find a gem. It was like uh, the gift shop level. I think oh, like level yep. three. In <laughs> in the mall, all of like us, the mall I'm thing like, with the escalator. Yeah, the mall thing. The one where you need to fucking bump open the gate using your power boost, which you wouldn't even know that's there unless you walk right into the front of the screen. Yep. And then you make your way all the way out of that area of the map, all the way to the right side of the map, drop down a fucking hole. Uh, I didn't have a fucking clue about that. Yeah. <laughs> She's sitting there watching me, and I know she knows what it fucking is because she got the gems in that level. I'm it's like, like, a, just it's like a role reversal because she's probably like walking away from you, like fuck all, like you know, can't figure this out. Like, I'm yeah. done with your shit. Because like, <laughs> I got towards the end, like I, I was finished with that whole floor, ready to move to the next floor. I had two at six gems. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like that. you didn't really look for any did you and I was like motherfucker I did <laughs> you're just like is this what this is like this is fucking terrible like, I, I like this <laughs> but then like you find out the solution and it's the fucking simplest yep. thing ever and you it's get like, so mad because you're like here. I play video games like on the fucking regular and I can't figure <laughs> yep. this shit out like yeah so uh, I, I, so I mean for me it's definitely Luigi right. I mean it's up to I, you organic you're the deciding vote here I right, go Luigi. Huh? That's okay. That's a. I mean, a if fair... you want to argue against it, Bob, you can. No, nah, that's that's fair to me. I, you know, it's yeah, it's 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 cool because it's two different types of games, but the the exploration of Luigi's Mansion and the quality of the game, it isn't like it's a bullshit loss. Like it's yeah, I would I would succumb to that. That's a that's a good one. Okay. Yep. And up next. Uh, Apex Legends against Control. Uh, I don't think this is too complicated. Apex got it's not fucking fucking praise or whatever, but I mean Control is Control's where unanimous. I'm gonna guess like we all loved it. Yeah. Uh, take it. Yeah. Uh, control goes through. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> this organic wants to object. No. All good. No. Okay, and what did we go for? <laughs> Star Wars and Sekiro. fucking Gears. You really had to question what went forward in mine. Right. Tetris 99 <laughs> no, no, is I'm in the final bracket. The next one that's up here we against. are. Was it, Star- it was Star Wars, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was Star Wars. Yeah, so Sekiro against Star Wars, and it's Star Wars yep. probably going through. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is where it starts to get complicated. Resident Evil remake, or Resident Evil Two remake against Luigi's Mansion fuck, Three. Fuck me. Um, I go if I had a choice, I go with Resident Evil. Uh, what are you thinking, organic? I I would lean on Resident Evil. I would probably slightly edge Luigi, but I'm not going to argue. Uh, I mean, Luigi getting ahead of Days Gone, which is also a fucking. I mean, you've you said yourself early in early in the year. I was saying this is the game of the year. Yeah, for days gone, uh, it's got enough fucking recognition. Um, fine. Yeah, I think uh, Resident Evil just Resident took Evil everybody past. by surprise. And he was a fucking. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's got 
old fucking fans and new fans alike. Yeah, says a lot. Like if I've already said, but it was it felt exactly like a new game. I remember with I remember the conversation that you and I were having about it, and you were like, "Is this like the bullshit old one?" And I was like, "Toast, no. You just need to fucking play it." And you started playing it, and you were like, "Oh fuck, this is really good." And I was like thank god like you know because i'm playing the fuck out of it and of course like i got rose colored glasses at times because of nostalgia but you played it and you were like this is really fucking good and i was like cool it's not just me thanks yeah yeah, yeah it'll be interesting to see where they take it once they get into resident evil 4 when the control oh, scheme really changed resident evil 3 is gonna be fucking insane yeah so resident evil has made it to the final mm-hmm. and who's it up against is it Control or is it Star Wars? Fuck. This is a fucking tough <laughs> one. Um, Alright, I'm, I'm going to make... They got an instant gut reaction that they're 100% sure of. One of the key points what? when we did the full review of Control is I stated Control is exactly how I wanted a Star Wars game to Control. Yeah. And I still have that feeling. And for me... For me, I lean towards control because control was just so it wasn't it was weird, but it was just so fucking surreal in terms of like trying to figure it out. Like you still really didn't know what was going on and you're just like, What the fuck? Like what what is going like what is happening? And it just made you want to play it even more and I ended up getting lost in it. I was like, Holy shit, like this is insane. So I yeah, I'm yeah, I I would lean towards control. I don't want to give it an easy push, so I'm going to push for Star Wars, but it's not. I'm not standing on a hill. Yeah. Uh, like you're talking about. Yeah, this is how you'd want a Star Wars game to feel. Yeah. But it's not a Star Wars game revolving around force powers. It's a Star Wars game revolving around the lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Like the control system goes around the lightsaber, and I think it does a hell of a job doing it. But but I, I agree. but I also think that that's not everything that ties to the Star Wars Jedi that I think they, yeah, they I nailed mean, the lightsaber from a non-fan perspective obviously so for me as an action game I felt badass it was fun for you as a Star Wars fan you might think oh fuck why aren't they leaning in more into force powers like this yeah. should be a bigger thing and I understand that uh, yeah I barely use force powers in uh I also Fun think one of the worst things about Star Wars is that main character is so fucking bland. Like, I know you guys said that he does a good job in was it Shameless or something? Yeah, but I just no, I like I, I agree with you there. Yeah, he's yeah. like he is almost like there is the times where he's like generic generic Jedi number sixty eight. That's the problem with know? picking a very noble character. Yeah, there was also you finished it, Bob, didn't you? What Fallen Order? Yeah, yeah. The last, I think it's the last sort of training flashback where you need to make your way up to meet him. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on for me, but I kept going up to the first path and then you can either try and jump onto the ledge where the guy pops out to shoot you by surprise mm-hmm. as like a test. But you can never make that jump and you can't make the other jump to the wall. And I don't know what the fuck I did to progress it where different platforms decided to show up and take me a totally different route. Huh. 
but I failed that jump like 20 times before the, the next lot of platforms came up that took me up to the left-hand side of the That's fucking weird. There, there's there's been right. a couple times of that game because there, there was a point on... Sometimes the hitbox for the, like the platforms was weird because there was a couple times where I like tried to jump towards the platform, like especially in Kashyyyk, and I jumped towards it, and there was supposed to be like an animation where like he grabs the ledge and lifts himself up, but he would just fall, and I'm like looking. I was like, is this an actual path? Like I had to stop, look at the map, <laughs> and it was the same thing, like cycle through like... 10 times then finally he grabs it and i'm like what the fuck like do you just want to just not do this like <laughs> yeah but you know the room i'm talking about yeah. though where he talks and then yep. like different platforms will race yeah i don't know what the fuck i'd done hmm. but i was going at it for like at least five solid minutes that's what she isn't a lot but it's when you're sitting there fucking doing the same right. thing over and over it is a lot and then out of the blue the pl- other platforms came up and he came out with a new voice line that progressed right. the mission sort of thing it's like, and, it, and it's funny because like Fallen Order is really good at lightsaber combat, but then Control is really good at force combat. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, good point. Like, yeah, it's like that's that's if you were gonna use the force, like I would want the force to be used like Control. But if I was gonna yeah, use the lightsaber, the I would want Fallen Order. Control to be is like, fucking insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but that's fine. Fucking Control makes it through. No, problem. yeah, I think I think. Jedi Fallen Order has kind of the same scenario as Spider-Man did for Insomniac. That it's, they really got it there, but I think it's going to be the next one that is going to put them over the hill. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And that brings us to the final. Resident Evil 2 against Control. Uh so, how much of Resident Evil did you get organic? I've not even, I've not even asked. Uh, I I got a decent chunk in. Yeah, cool. And you played the original. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, the original was. I remember Resident Evil One and Resident Evil Two were. Being in school, it was like the water cooler chat that you had to yep. play them. Because that's what yeah, everybody was. I playing. mean, what I'm gathering is they were the sort of golden yep. things. Uh, yep. I'm trying to think what Resident Evil came out around the time that the Gears of War 3 came out, because I got that included on my console, and I was like in some sort of fucking shantytown to start the game. Oh, Africa, yeah. 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 That was the shittest game I'd ever played, and that was the only Resident Evil I ever played. Dude, I play Resident Evil 3, that's why (laughs) I never touched them. I'm a huge Resident (laughs) Evil fan, and there's like fucking garbage, like... And Resident Evil Six is worse. The image of the game. six getting the the draft getting a blowjob. It just that's why yep. like that's why you're talking about that message I sent earlier. I'm like, is this just the same old shit? That's what I was expecting. Yep. And like, for me it was like I was when they announced that they were doing a remake and even with Resident Evil Seven, I was nervous because I was like, How the fuck are they gonna handle this? Like what are they gonna do? Like you already had like a set of shit games and you're going to fucking destroy one of my favorite games. And then it comes out and it's like, surprise bitches. This is how we do it. And you're just like, Holy fuck. This is incredible. Like the graphics are outstanding. It was the whole entire mood lighting of it was just fucking, it was incredible. And then the gameplay was expanded upon Resident Evil sevens and made even better than it was before. And it was just, yeah, it, it exceeded all my expectations. And I came in with like, I came in with high expectations because I love Resident Evil, but I came in with, like, I was afraid. I was like, this game is going to be one of the games that 
it's going to be one of the niche games that I play that everybody else is going to hate. And then come it comes out, and like you said, even people like you are just like, no, this game's really fucking good, and I'm playing the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Then, I mean, uh, the last round I was negative on control, so I'll throw another bit of positivity towards it. It's like used to finish the main story, mm-hmm. and there's still so much more that oh. you didn't touch. Well, there, yeah, there is, I think, a couple of years that, of like, stuff optional that boss get. fights, the fucking fungus yeah. things, and all that. Like, yeah, this, it's like it offers so much. I know this fucking latest DLC is just time trial bullshit, but there is story DLC coming, right? Which I'd never go back and play story DLC. Like, I love you know, I love my open world games, right? Uh, I've never fucking bothered playing an Assassin's Creed DLC. Even though it's probably one of my favorite open world games, yeah. It's but it's day one uh, when this story DLC for Control comes out, I'll be playing it. Nice. That's why I'm so nervous about starting The Witcher. <laughs> oh fuck the right. The Witcher! You've got DLC that supposedly outperforms the main story. Fuck, fuck my life. Uh, I've not played it yet, yeah. but no, that's it's something that's always on my backlog, yep. and I'm fucking ashamed of the fact that I haven't done it. Yeah, I know. It's uh, like that's a, that's one of the ones where you know I remember joining Discord and that was the first conversation was about The Witcher and I was like I never played this game and it was like I was like here it is I'm getting fucking booted from this place. Yeah, I think it was like a throwback to the X One Bros days where like we would ask if you preferred Yennefer or uh, whatever the Triss mm-hmm. when you gross. first joined. <laughs> what did you say? Said you guys were gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it was all the mods on X1 Bros would ask that to people, and then you would either fall on the right side or the wrong side of people. <laughs> uh, but out of, out of curiosity, Jennifer or Triss? Uh, me right now? Yep. Well, I'm biased because I've been watching the show and I haven't really played, so I would lean towards Jennifer. Okay. Yeah. Organic? Oh, holes a hole. I can't disagree with yeah, either. Yeah, that's Thanks. I mean that's pretty dead on. So bravo. <laughs> okay, and back to the DVD <laughs> right, fight. Right, uh, right. Is MD a hundred percent sure on something? Because <sighs> I think I'm close to hundred percent on one. I'm like, it, this is so fucking difficult. <laughs> this is really fucking hard for me. I, I mean that they've had the recognition with gushed over. I yeah. I I think there's one key component here that we don't share with any other game here, is that we did a full playthrough, yeah, kind of hash out of this game because it interested us so much. Yeah. Nah, you bitch. I vote Resident Evil Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me being biased, and to be fair. Like Resident Evil 2 for me is just like for not only being a really good game for 2019 but just being a fucking really like even if it wasn't called Resident Evil like just for its namesake and you made it a different game the game itself is so fucking well done that's the point I've been trying to make even if it wasn't called Resident Evil like I know that I would have still played it because the gameplay was so fucking good and the it's exploration and the horror way, aspect it of it, if they like called it something different, I still would have played it. Yeah. It was just an added bonus of being, you know, one of my all-time favorite games. So is that what you're voting? I'm voting Resident Evil 2. 
I'm guessing organic's on the side of control. Yeah. And if you can make a good enough case, one of us makes nope. it. Nope, returning yeah. from the grave, Tetris 99. <laughs> <laughs> I use my grave. No, I, I, I completely respect it. I'm not going to fight for it. I think they're, they're both really solid games. Yeah. yeah, and I mean the fact that we did do a spoiler cast at Control speaks to just how fucking good it is. Yeah, and I, going back to Resident Evil, I mean, this game came out what twenty plus years ago. Yeah. I mean, you would not have it here today unless there was good bones to build off of. And then my big thing was like, like you said, Toast, like you have Resident Evil Four, which like renewed the formula, and it was like it was a good game. But then you got Resident Evil Five, which made the whole entire like plot line of Resident Evil go into fucking left field and then Resident Evil 6 was complete and utter garbage and so you have Resident Evil you know and you're like well fuck Resident Evil's dead fuck this game Resident Evil 7 comes out and while it's good it built like a building block for it and then Resident Evil 2 was like the culmination of like I honestly don't even know how Resident Evil 7 is a Resident Evil yeah it's not really a Resident Evil game <laughs> like it really isn't <laughs> even if that was Texas, to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of... the simulator but um <laughs> but if you know, if Resident Evil 7, just to say, you know, for namesake, was like a building block of like, here's this new engine, here's how we're going to run games from now on, and you told me that we were going to get a full remake that was better than that of Resident Evil 2, I would have told you you were fucking stupid. Like, we'll never get something like that. And then it comes out, and it, you're just like, holy fuck. Like, just the care and everything that it took into it, and Capcom coming from those shit games, and then all of a sudden becoming like one of the top tier developers again. Like, it's just like a Cinderella story for a fucking Japanese developer. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, with that remake, yeah. obviously I said, like, I'd only played five before, thought it was fucking terrible. Right. I'm, ending up, I'm turning around watching YouTube videos of fucking a recap of one so that I know the story. Yeah. Uh, going into three and all that stuff. And, I mean, I fucking see going into three, the fact that they've got Project Resistance included in that. Yeah. Like... I pre-ordered that specifically. I'm a PlayStation person when it comes to Resident Evil, and I pre-ordered that specifically for Xbox, so that way I could play Resistance so with the community. Shit, I yeah. pre-ordered on PlayStation. Did you really? No. <laughs> Fuck you, uh, I was going to say. <laughs> I just want to hear Toast Maniacal laughter. It makes me sleep better at night. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of it yeah. this weekend. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was fucking what time. What time was it for you when we got off? I got off about 4.30. So, what are you, six, seven hours? <laughs> yeah, probably six. When you, when you two messaged me and our normal recording day, and you were like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, usually you two are usually like, come on, Bob, get up. Like, <laughs> you two are like, I don't know if I could I do this. I would have been there. I just wouldn't yeah. have been good. Well, it didn't help that I felt like shit anyway, but I looked at my phone and that's why you got that like half-assed text message where I was like, can't do, go back to sleep, thud. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I messaged you about quarter past ten in the morning for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were less than three hours from recording at that point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'd had four and a half bottles of fucking rum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honorable, do we have like honorable mentions or anything like that? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, I uh, for JB, this is for you, JB. Is uh, Link's Awakening for the Switch? Yeah. yeah. See if you didn't fucking put in Untitled Goose Game and Tetris, I would have fucking had Link's Awakening, but I had to make sure that I got fucking 
another five. He was, he was so angry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. He was just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm supposed to be the champion of Zelda for him. And I just yeah. totally fucked him. I feel really bad about that. See, just one thing to add as well. If Before, we, like, if Organic, if you were going to put up a fight for Control, I was going to bring up the performance issues at launch. Oh, absolutely. Like, Resident yeah. Evil didn't have anything yep. like that. Uh, and for the fact that you got I mean, the game running 60 frames a second. Game. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you have it. Your 2019 game of the year from the Complete Geeks, which is the one true source for all your <laughs> gaming knowledge. And yes. <laughs> it is Resident Evil 2 Remake, which fucking some people would despise because that is a remake, but fuck you. Right. Yeah. Built up from and the ground like, up. What, 21 so. years ago at this point? Yep. Uh, yeah, and I think yeah, uh, yeah. coming episode, we should kind of rehash the highlights of the year through different yeah. categories and also the decade oh man yeah because i was thinking for the next episode we could even have like just a list of fucking games and just give notable mentions to like for the year just give notable mentions of things we enjoyed go through month to month nice. absolutely uh, yeah that'd be very cool when are we coming back actually we've not <laughs> spoken about this that's good that's a good question <laughs> Uh, if we take one week off, we'd be back on the fifth. That will do that. Yeah, I'll oh, recording back on the fifth. Yeah. Fuck it. That's us done for 2019. Yeah. Enjoy your holidays, Hanukkah, whatever the fuck. Kwanzaa. Uh, right. Uh, what the fuck? What is Kwanzaa? <laughs> I have no idea. Um. Well, that is a safe answer. Right. Um, it is <laughs> what Africans tend to celebrate. Cool. Oh, you said so what is, is Kwanzaa? Like... I thought you said when is Kwanzaa. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is December 26th, to be accurate. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm sure Chinese New Year somewhere in there. Uh, <laughs> no, but that is fucking February. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're going to get more active on the social media again. Yes. Uh, Bob was too busy abducting young Jedi's or Padawans as well. As yeah, just, just Jedi right in my eye. Pad- Padawan. <laughs> is there like a name before Padawan? Is there like a younger version of that? No. No. I thought there might have been. Like genuinely, I was trying to think what they were calling people like they get killed in Order sixty six or whatever it was. Uh, they were just killing Padawans. Fair enough. Younglings. There you oh, go. Yeah, younglings. yeah. Younglings. That's the word I was thinking. Yeah, there it is. I was going to say, what okay. are they called? Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's what they're called. Baby Yoda. So you could follow us at Complete Geeks yep. on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, feel free to add any of us on Xbox. Uh, I'm not. I'm ashamed of my gamer tag, so I'm not even saying it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Have fun, enjoy your holidays, and we'll see you in 2020. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.